Bulls Gold is delivered to you via the Barroom Network, now in its seventh year of providing podcasts about Chicago sports, movies, and more. Make sure to subscribe to the Barroom Network for free and easy downloads of its programming. And visit its merchandising store at deepdishtees.com to purchase t-shirts, hoodies, and mugs. Now, on with the show. Sleem, how you doing today? I'm doing great, Ed. I'm I'm good Sunday morning. I'm losing weight. I'm back in the gym. Get on my muscle memory back. I feel good, man. Like like I was wearing I'm, the shirt I'm wearing right now. It was a little like I, last time I wore it, it was a little tight on me, but today it feels like comfortable. So I was like, oh man, this is this is nice. <laughs> like I'm gonna start digging up some other shirts that I have that that were a little little tight workout on me. plan, man. Yeah, man, it feels good. Like I feel, I feel energized. I feel like uh, good things are ahead. Hey, man, keep at it. Hell yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to get back on it too. I've been traveling a little bit lately, so I haven't had my like same routine, man. But yo, good to see you making good progress, man. Yeah, man, I feel good, man. How is uh, the job's good, right? Yeah, job's great, man. Uh, there's a lot going on right now. Like today, Happy Father's Day to all. Uh, today is also yes, Juneteenth, so got to acknowledge yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And we're coming up on draft week, man. Draft is this Thursday, so all of this has come up real quick, like right after the NBA Finals just ended. So we got a lot to get into today. So we're going to talk about the draft. We're going to talk a little bit about the NBA Finals, and we're going to talk uh, a little bit about DeMar DeRozan as well, a little bit off season. So we got a lot to get into. And what better way to talk about all this stuff than bringing back two of our favorites I got to make sure I get this right again, because I always struggle when I say it, man. But <laughs> so we got we got my man, Big Dave. We got C-Dub representing Bow on Bow. How was that this time? Oh, my God, that's better. It's, it's, it's an improvement, man. <laughs> it's, it's getting there. I don't I hear if, if it sounds like you're reading it, you're not. Feeling it, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I need you to your... feel that from the gut. It's, it's better. He's right. Chris is right. It's better. But it, I just don't know if I have the to believe voice to get this to get it to get it going, man. I don't know if that's I have fair. Voice for it. That's <laughs> fair. You, you, I mean, your voice do sound like you know yeah. it was born out the mud. So you, know. <laughs> you got to channel your inner Avery Johnson. Uh, yeah, yeah, see, yeah, see, that's the thing. Bow. It's a little more higher pitch, and, yeah, and, yeah. And Ed ain't got that. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, he can't. He got that twang to it. Like he got that like little like that southern flair to it. I can't. I don't have that just yet. <laughs> yeah, 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 man. Hey, brother, you, you probably been talking that way since you were six. So I If I was talking yeah. like that in like kindergarten, man, that's crazy. <laughs> no, my nephew was like that. Like my nephew literally has had a deep voice like since he was a child. Like I remember oh, he used man. to call the house. 
And I'll, I'll talk to my, and he answered the phone like at like nine. I'll be like, hey, what's up, Jay? Who's my brother? I'll be like, Jay, what's up, man? What's going on? This is Evan. This ain't Jay. I'm like, what? You're like, bro, <laughs> you're nine. Like, how, like, what are you, like, it was so strange, man. Cold like, he's man always like that. Cold yeah, man. Responded, man. Bro, man. Like, I'm, I'm glad I never really went into what I wanted to say. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? To a nine year old. Might have grown up faster, but. And Celine, oh. man, sh- shout out to you, brother, on the weight loss. I'm sure you'll be butt naked in no time, sir. <laughs> I'm trying, man. I won't be able to keep a shirt on you, brother. Trust me, I understand. Like, <laughs> oh, I'm trying. I'm trying to. I'm trying to get you know at least a reasonable. Like I've never been like like the last time I was like skinny. I think I was like probably in middle school. <laughs> but like I'm just trying to get like you know where I'm not like. Where I'm like fitting into normal clothes instead of wearing like <laughs> like stuff that doesn't fit me. It's just like yeah. I, and like like the next step because I got so I got like I remember I told you guys I bought your your hoodie right. So I yeah, got a yes, size. I, I got that. like my regular size that I would normally wear like when I'm not like with all the gain, weight I gained over like the pandemic years and stuff. Um, so that's my next goal, like to get down to that fits back to normal. So I'm I'm a I'm gonna see how that fits next uh, in a couple of like maybe a month I'll see you in a month. But see, I like how you do it though, because that's how you do it, right? You measure yourself about how you feel, how you fit in your clothes. Like, are you are you weighing yourself, like, or are you? Yeah, just like, no, not I'm... not that often. Like, I try yeah. not to look at that number because like I can I think that can sometimes discourage you because mm-hmm. like oh yeah because also like when you're gaining muscle mass a little bit like because I know I like like I said I I had like from st- when I stopped working out and stuff like my muscle mass didn't go away like it kind of it just like you kind of like that's why i call it, like muscle memory you kind of your muscles kind of forget like they can do certain things mm. um so like i had to get back into that motion and start like you know lifting benching and all that stuff and now i'm back to it normal doing norm what i was doing like years ago mm. when i was working out consistently so like See, I'm Ed don't know nothing that. about this right here, man. You know, Ed, Ed been butt naked for a minute. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he don't know nothing about this talk, man. Right here, man. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, man. I got, I got like just a naturally like slim body. I gained weight during the pandemic, but it's like, don't don't try to say it like that. Come <laughs> gain on, weight, right, yeah. gain <laughs> weight. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> I'm, I'm tougher on myself than I, I should be, but you know. We still hey. can't let you in the big man section, bro. Not, you, uh, like, yeah. Your stomach Ed, out. We still can't let you in, though. Ed, you know what I mean? Ed yeah. has, like, that fast metabolism. That's what he yeah, probably man. has. Like, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> I, have to, I, I have to, like, real hard to gain, like, significant yeah. amounts of weight. And when I stop that, then I just come right back down to, like, like shoot, like, 165, 170. I don't know. I start looking like Chet Holmgren. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man, like it's crazy. Like for me, it's the exact opposite. Like I'll gain weight if I if I just like don't keep active at all. Yeah. Like I'm one of like those like like I'm, I'm like if I was like an athlete, like a professional athlete, I'd be like Charles Barkley. Like if I didn't do anything, mm. I would and like I already I am ballooned up, but like I got I get big. Like I just like like the weight just like I gain five pounds out of nowhere, like in a couple of like in like a week, but like, it'll take me like a month to lose two months to lose with five pounds. It's just like crazy like that. Like it just, yeah, it's, I mean, <laughs> it, it puts perspective, like think about how like Charles Barkley was dominating the NBA and dude was just eating like whatever you wanted to. Yeah. But I mean, <laughs> Chuck was on the plan. You were yeah, Chuck was, was skinny though. Like he, yeah. he was yeah, he skinny was, yeah. when his yeah, playing was. days, like, 
when he came in the league, like, and like even even up till the end of his career, like he was he was fit, but like he always like I remember him talking about in college and stuff he was overweight, but then he lost weight when he came in the league, and he's always like I remember reading like a bio auto like his biography, mm-hmm. um and and talking them talking about like he always had issues with weight, but anyways uh, see, his his is different eighties. 80s- Fat is not 2020. That's true. You know what I mean? Like today's price is not today's price. I'll also say this: clothes today, they're like they're like closing clothes today are smaller. Like yeah, like you look at like you grab an X large T shirt. It's like this is not X large, man. This is this is a large at most. This is a large at most. Like what is this nonsense? These sizes. I was thinking thinking the opposite actually. I was thinking like. Cause like I, I gain weight up, but no, my weight fluctuates up and down sometimes. And I like sometimes some extra larges. It depends on who you buy. Like some extra larges are like extra large. And I'm like, okay, I know good and well. This is two X. That make me feel good. But then they're right. There's some that are like tiny. Like this is not. This is like a medium. I feel like most mm. clothing companies I've gotten like that. They're more like of more like slimmer fitting. Mm. Fitting like that's. I mean, I guess the fashion is just that's the fashion now. Like the whole like. Slimming fit, yeah. so they gonna they gonna bring they gonna bring Baggy back eventually, man. It's yeah, gonna, they don't have, yeah, yeah, he's right. Anyway, it all comes back. Years. Years. I said back it always comes back, bro. Back to that 2003 draft. Yeah. Everyone's gonna look like. <laughs> hey, it was fresh back then, man. It was that was fresh. <laughs> so yeah, we we'll see if somebody has like some 2003 uh, like draft night vibes like this week when we get to the draft on <laughs> Thursday. But yeah. yeah, we the Bulls 18th pick. In this draft, not really glamorous. A lot of the excitement and is at the top of the draft as usual. Guys like Jabari Smith, Chet Holmgren, whoever. But the 18th pick is a chance for the Bulls to potentially get a decent contributor who might have some hidden upside for the team long term. So let's start with UC Dub. Mm-hmm. Who are you eyeing for the 18th pick with the Bulls this year? Is there anyone in mind? Are you kind of open with whatever? Do you think the team should look to maybe even trade up? Should they trade back? Like, what action do you think they're going to get into? Well, I'm open for whatever. I don't watch a lot of college. I was going to say that. I don't watch a lot of college. So I've been mm-hmm. looking at articles and stuff about who we want, which we get. Some of these people that look too good to be 18th, I'm like, nah, we ain't getting them. Yeah. But uh, I'm not, I'm always for like, of course you're going to trade to your pick. I think you might, might as well like probably trading like Kobe White or something like that. Right. I'm all for trading as long as you, you know, improve your team. And depending on what you get back in return and you know, all for, for value. So I'm not opposed to trading 18 pick. I just want somebody that if you pick 18, that's somebody that's going to be the Bulls has been traditionally good at this. Not maybe not this regime yet, but like somebody who's going to be in the league and that has value that's not going to be passed around NBA to NBA teams throughout this year. Somebody who's either really good on defense, really good at a couple of things that could bring like immediate value when they come into the game. <laughs> maybe they're not scoring 30 points a game or 20 points a game, but they would, they, but they'll give you steals. They'll give you blocks. They could guard well with screens. There's something like that. You know, um, you know I'm looking at these guys. I'm like, I don't know. I, I look like these articles and everything, dog, different names, little, whatever. I'm like, mm-hmm. look, and again, these are highlights I'm watching all these highlights. <laughs> so they look good on highlights. But uh, I trust. I trust they will try to find someone who who has value. Someone who's going. I just want someone if they pick that's going to come in the game and provide some kind of value right off the bat. You know, uh, scoring is a hard thing to do in basketball. So just something. 
Like we need blocking. Give me a guy that can come in the game and block shots. I'll mm. be happy for that. That guy comes to the game, immediately gets two block shots, put the teammates in the game, whatever. I'm cool. I'm down with that. So that's what I'm looking for. Nothing, nothing crazy. And um, but of course you want to find a diamond in the rough, which I hope we do. There's someone that can develop, you know, after years like, oh my guys, actually guys really is like you know, five tools or whatever and can you know play well. And it's better than we expect them, like Jimmy Butler, you mentioned before, or like, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know, you know, somebody who maybe we don't expect to be good at selling blossoms. But I'm, I'm not too, I, I just got to trust that uh, they'll, they'll pick a pick, they'll get somebody that could bring some kind of value to the team right now in a in a knee position. We need blocking, block shots. So somebody can block shots, young, I'll be happy. Uh, well, I've got the perfect guy for you then. And that's the guy I want, which is my dude, EJ Liddell. Like, mm. I definitely want him so, so oh, bad. His highlights um, look great, man. He's blocking perfect. Shots. Um, blocks with either the left or the right. Yes. Um, can turn himself into a three-point shooter. Shot about 38% from three is, is uh, last year. Uh, can definitely score. Uh, definitely uh, points in the paint. Uh, really excellent at that. And an incredible passer out of... Uh, double team and just out of the uh, out of the paint, you know what I'm saying? When he's down low, like just a really great passer, excellent IQ. I love his IQ. I'm very big on, you know, high IQ players on teams and mm. the Bulls could definitely use more of that because, you know, once Zoe went down, uh, your, your IQ left with him. Um, so you definitely need, need more of that. But he's kind of like a, a big man who, who can run a team like a, with a point guard mentality kind of thing yes. and i really like that uh about him and you know he's he's from illinois you know what i'm saying and uh i believe he's a two-time mr basketball if i'm not mistaken but no he's awesome I, I love him i love his makeup i love how he plays um he swats shots when he blocks them and <laughs> his um mother was a volleyball star uh i believe at illinois state it was either illinois state or siu his mother was a volleyball star there mm. and that's kind of where he um got that so He's my one guy that I really would like. Uh, if not him, I was really high on Mark Williams, but I think he'll be gone. Yeah. From the Duke Center. I think he'll be out of there. Uh, but he does the same exact kind of things. And but he does it being seven feet tall and mm-hmm. you know definitely smooth. You know what I'm saying? Like it's rare to find a seven footer that's smooth. And mm-hmm. he's definitely smooth and he's aggressive at the same time. And he's not hesitant. He'll shoot the three too. Um, definitely, uh, he's, he's going to be awesome. I don't even, that's why I don't even waste time thinking about him. Cause I don't think he's going to be there. Uh, but EJ Liddell and Jalen Williams also is my other guy, uh, you know, what? out of Santa Clara. I, I really, 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 really like his game because he, I mean, his shooting splits are great. Um, he definitely, you know, can shoot free throw and things like that, but he can get to the foul line. And he can get to the paint. He, he's not fast, but he glides. You know what I mean? Like, he's got those long, ridiculous strides. And he can glide and get to the bucket uh, and do it with his, with his ball handling because the Bulls don't have shot creators either like that. Outside of DeMar uh, and Zach, they don't really have guys who create their own shot. And you, you need that. Um, that's one thing Liddell doesn't really have, you know what I'm saying, which I don't want him to have. You know, I'm not saying it's a hindrance to his game. But uh, mm-hmm. uh, Jalen can provide that for you and do it well. And what I liked the, the most about him was his flaws. And, and by that, I meant they um, they were really picky on him as far as, you know, his when he was taking these shots, you know, the shot selections and things like that. And I loved his shot selection. I, I was like, no, these are the shots stars take. 
You know, like this is the shots NBA stars take. He wasn't throwing them, you know what I'm saying, into the second row, you know what I mean, and, and making silly plays because he's also a high IQ guy too. But I'm like, nope, that's Kobe. I'm looking at the shots he was taking. I'm like, that's a Kobe shot he's taking right there. You know what I mean? One, three dudes on him, but that step back he did, and boom, boom, tap, tap, shot. He missed it. Okay, that's just a miss. You know what I mean? It wasn't just a terrible thing, but I like him. So those are my two guys uh, to not ramble on too much. But yeah, EJ yep. Liddell and yeah. Jacob Williams are my guys. They, they, I went here before EJ Liddell, man. I'm watching, uh, you know, clips of, you know, these dudes. I was impressed with the ball handling. Like you mentioned, running the team, like he could really handle the ball, you know, a little bit yeah. and create his own shot somewhat, which is impressive for somewhat, his size. Yeah. Yeah, so but you got you got it, to get it for him to yeah. create it. He's not going to tap tap you. You know what I mean? No, he's, he's not. No, he's not. Like no, he's that. not. But he's not afraid to, right? He could be in the bottom of the court, you know, once mm-hmm. on blue moon. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. that's, so that's something. Yeah. You, um, yeah, you that, talk that, about like, you talk about being in like you know, at, uh, Dave. You always say you're in my mind. Like you're in my mind, Dave. Like, <laughs> like the people in my brain. In my brain. My brain. In my brain. Um. So my my three are are Tari Eason, Jalen Jalen Williams, and EJ Liddell. Like those are the three guys that I'm looking at. Like I'm hoping one of them are there at 18. Like Tari Eason mm-hmm. would be my number one. I just like that guy. I'm thinking about him and Pat playing mm-hmm. that small ball lineup. Oh man, mm-hmm. that would be so nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Mark Williams too, but like. One thing I'm worried about Mark Williams, I don't know, like I've talked to people and I've looked at his like his tape and stuff. I don't know if he can really have a consistent jumper. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the only worry, like if he can't develop that. But yeah, outside of that, like he just seems like losing with potential and he could probably, and honestly, he could be an impact player his rookie year. Like just come in, you know, play really good defense, rim protection, a guy that can get out on switch on switches, um, like when he has to, like you know, uh, take cover for a uh, poor point of attack defense a little bit, so stuff like that. But yeah, he probably won't be there, like you said, at eighteen. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like if they could trade up, uh, I like that Ben Matt Maturin, but I he's like I've seen him mocked all the way up to five, which would be like impossible to trade up for unless you're giving away like really something of value, <laughs> like mm. you, you probably have to like trade Pat to get up that eye. Um, but like, then I've also seen him like around 12. So I don't know if like, there's some smoke. Can, <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I don't know if, if he was, if he was available at 12, would like Kobe and, and 18 be enough to move up to 12? I don't know. Um, I, but I don't like, want to argue with you this early, but, and, and it's, I don't, I shouldn't even say like argue and like that, but, I like Tari, but he's probably my least favorite really? uh, of everybody. Is is Tari Eason? That's that's and it's weird because it's two things. It's like some stank on him that's missing, and I don't like his IQ. I don't. I don't think he's a high IQ. Dude. He is on defense. He's, he's incredible uh, on defense. Like his defense is is stellar. It's awesome, and he can get to the bucket and he can score. And he's an athlete. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like that dude will get out. He's an athlete. But man, it's some it's some stank missing on him when I when I look at his game. I and I can't I haven't put my finger on it yet, which is why and, and Will and Will Godley completely agrees with you. Um, Celine completely agree. That's his guy. He loves Tari Eason. He thinks he's he's definitely the one. Right. It's, yeah, it's so, something. I, I can't put my finger on it though. But so I, like the guy who, I like the guy who finished at the round. He finishes pretty well at the round, but 
Yeah, yeah. Know. Well, for, for what I say, I wasn't like like Jay, like you mentioned Jalen Williams, Dave. I'm watching this video, man. He looks so smooth out there. Like I just don't know. Yeah, that's the here. word. Yeah, you're right. Smooth. I don't. Yeah. I don't think so, man. Like he's making shots like special. You know what I'm saying? There's some shots you make going to the rim and dunking, finishing that he look like he's trying too hard. He looks look, mm. looks like he's meant to make those shots. And it's like yeah. okay, it's the smoothest by him, especially his passing. So, yeah. Eason, for what I've seen, I mean, he's cool. I mean, like, but you know, I wasn't heavily impressed. But so we had uh, we had Morton Jensen on from the NBA pod, and he writes uh, he comes to the NBA for. Yeah. Uh, for Forbes, and he said that he has Eason third on his big board, mm. and he is all in on Eason. Like he talked mm. about his versatility, like his effort, and just the nightmare combo that him and Patrick Williams could be together. And I mean, I'm not gonna lie, when he, the way he was talking to us about uh, Eason. Like he had me sold on him. Like he, he it, it was a great, really great review of Eason. Uh, and I'm looking at Tangafon right now, so I want to get everyone's uh, take on this. But the way they have the draft unfolding right now, they have the Bulls taking Eason at 18 mm-hmm. with Liddell on the board still, and has Jalen Williams going 16 and Mark uh-huh. Williams going 13. So. If that if that happened that way, like, would you be upset with Eason over Liddell? And let me tell you yeah. why I say I'm gonna tell you why I say no, because in the end, I've always stated and will forever live by this. I'm cool mm-hmm. with whatever <laughs> our tourists <laughs> and Mark Evans Lee want to do. Yeah. All right, if they want to do that, okay, all right, fine. Yeah. They, I'm gonna trust it and I'm gonna roll with it. I promise you, because it's not like Tari Eason is trash. Like I don't want that to be misconstrued in it. This dude is phenomenal. He's an incredible ball player. You see his stat, like the dude can ball. Like I've seen him. But for me, he lacks like certain little, and it's all offense that I'm talking about. Like it's certain things. He's very hesitant when he's shooting at three. And, you know, going left is a problem. You know what I'm saying? For him. You know what I mean? And, and yeah, he just, I, I, the confidence I don't see a lot when, he, when he's, uh, you know what I'm saying, running his offense like that. And, like I said, it all comes back, I guess, to the three-point shooting and not being able to truly create uh, his own shot like that. Well, you know, the one thing about Liddell is that um, does, is he, does he play, you know, to his height? The six, seven, no, does he play like a six-seven um, combo? Oh, first or... God, yes, yeah, he's this, yeah. yes, yeah. yes, yes. He, he's. That's what I'm saying. I like this ball handling, but I wasn't sure how much he could do it. He looks like he handled the ball. He looks like a guy that could that's going to get better at what he does. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, I, I yeah. agree. No, I I hear you, I, and I'm not in disagreement with that. But coming yeah. out, like I, you know, and it's weird to think of it like this because you look at guys and you're thinking about the polish. You know what I'm saying? Are they finished? Mm-hmm. What do they have? What they could contribute right now? I need you to do it right now and stuff like that. And like some NBA execs, rightfully so, and you guys intelligently so, don't think that way. They're like, no, that give him a year or two, let him get reacclimated, let him figure it out, and then he's going to be a monster. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and I'm sure like guys like Jokic and Giannis, uh, people look at, you know what I mean? You don't have to come in super polished and done uh, to yeah. go ahead and contribute. And Tari Eason could definitely be that guy. Uh, but for me, it's, it's, it's the going to that, the fact that he has, you know, no real left hand, you know what I'm saying? And he hates going left and he's, you know, right-handed. He loves going right. And that's it. Mm-hmm. For me, that, that cuts off 50% of your offense. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's hard. Uh, to get that but it's not like he can't learn it <laughs> he could definitely right. learn it and, and get that together because you're right he's got all the tools and your defense is going to be 
outstanding. You know right. what I'm saying? With him on the floor, for sure. The, so, the draft is interesting to me now because, like, maybe a, a while back when players came into the league and they were considered, like, polished or safe, it, mm -hmm. it, it was kind of like, oh, that's like a low upside guy. Yeah. But now yeah. it feels like there are more polished players coming into the league and they have just as much upside as the guys who you would think are like projects or, oh, that's a home run type prospect that you have to take like high risk, high reward. But mm -hmm. it, it makes you reconsider some of the ceilings that we apply to players. And it's like, man, if he's this good right now, imagine what he's going to be three or four years from now. Right, and right. I remember like in a past show, we were talking about uh, we were talking about Jalen Brunson and he was a mm -hmm. second round pick. Mm -hmm. And the the knock on him was that mm, probably doesn't have as much upside, but he was really good in college. Like mm -hmm. game was really similar, like just really well-rounded, good floor general, could score, could shoot, score at all levels. And that's what he's been in the NBA. And with Dallas, he he's looking like almost like a fringe all-star. He could be an all-star possibly one day and they got him in the second round so it all this stuff is making me like really reconsider like just some of the ceilings that we have on guys and maybe if someone like I, I think this is such a good range for that type of thought consideration because like usually in the mid middle pack of the draft there's a lot of players who were kind of like eh, he's good he's gonna produce but it's like what type of upside does he have and right right yeah they get they get paid a big bust to make that to make that decision, right? Right. Yeah. I think player de development's gotten a lot better too. Like yeah. I think that's made a big difference that with adding like the G League. Like you see these franchises that are starting to find guys late in the later in the draft, like the late first, like in the second round, you know, over the years, and then you see like, oh, they got this guy with the 25th pick. They got this guy, like, you know, the 35th pick. And, you know, they were able to just work with them and, and develop them. And even some guys that go undrafted, like we saw Jose Alvarado, mm -hmm. undrafted kid that they signed, the Pelicans signed, you know, obviously um, we work with him, the stuff that he does, like, man, that's an impact player, right? I mean, yeah. you don't, you don't, I think people also have to realize, like, when you're getting these guys, uh, you don't need to you don't need to draft stars necessarily that late. That's not what you need to look at. You need to get guys that can come in and contribute, right? Mm -hmm. um, and then and then maybe have that potential. Like it gets like you know you look at guys like older players like you, like EJ Liddell and Ty Tyrese, and then people will be like, oh, he's he's going to be twenty one. So what? <laughs> like twenty one ain't forty one. Like what are you guys looking at? Like I don't you know he's still young. You know, mm -hmm. like a guy like Tyree is probably gonna, he's going to be 21 and in going into the league. I think he's still 20 right now, but mm -hmm. there's still potential there, man. There's still like, granted, his floor, he might be more of a floor player than a ceiling player, but mm -hmm. he still has that. Like, if he can, if he can get things to click, you get you get the right player development around him. He could be a really really good player for a long time. You never know. So. I yeah. think people people overlook that. That's why people overlooked Io. That's why people overlooked uh, other kid and and with the Pelicans. 
Um, I don't know why I'm forgetting his name. I'm such a big fan of it. Oh, Herb Jones. Herb, Herb Jones. Jones. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we talked about him a year ago. That was who I. That I was. Sure did. Yeah. That was one of the guys I wanted last year. I, <laughs> I, I think. Yeah. yeah, Herb yeah. Jones is really good. I'm a big Herb Jones guy. Like, I, yeah. and he was 23, so people are like, "Oh, he's too old." Probably, you know, mm-hmm. like they, that's why they pass up on him. This cat, this kid is arguably the best defense perimeter defensive player in the league at mm. at 23 years of age coming in to his rookie year the best defender in the league at on the perimeter arguably he so, was so good in the playoffs so good. oh my god he was, just, was he was he was a menace in the playoffs so like yeah just look at stuff like that i mean i just kind of you got people have to reevaluate how they look at prospects i think when when they look at stuff like that let me ask you guys another thing so uh we're talking about Jalen Williams. We're talking about Mark Williams a little bit. And I'm not going to lie. Like, Mark Williams would be someone who, like, pipe dreamland. Like, I would love to get yeah. Mark Williams yeah. that, yeah. that backup center and then someone that could likely be the starting center going forward. So, let's say if the Bulls have a chance to move up from 18 to, I don't know, like, 14 or 16, whatever it is, and it's to get – one of those type of guys like a Jalen Williams, maybe Mark Williams if he's on board, or someone else who maybe they're unexpectedly available in that range. Like, and to move up, maybe it takes like Kobe White, or maybe it takes something else. Like, are you like how strong of an effort are you willing to make to move up to get one of those guys if it, if that opportunity is there? I'm with it. Yeah, I, yeah, like I don't. See why not? Um, mm. One, I how can I say this? AK has talked about his love affair of not drafting high. He mm. likes drafting low, middle. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Kind of middle of the pack. You can look at Denver's whole lineup and go look at where they were drafted. You know what I'm saying? Those guys yeah. were late. You know what I'm saying? In in the draft, led by the back to back MVP who came out the second round. Um. But yeah, if he wants to make a move to move up because they see a player that they like and they really want, yeah, you don't hesitate. You you go you go take that and you go get it. You know what I mean? Like you don't wait for it to come to you. And what they've shown us since they've been here is they have that aggression. When they want something, they're going to get it. Period. And if they don't get it, it's not from lack of effort. It's not for lack of them trying or putting their best foot forward or you know what I mean? Uh, wasting time trying to get it. As soon as Billy Donovan became available, they were at his house that weekend. You know what I mean? In Miami. So, yeah, if they won, yeah, I don't have a problem with them moving up. If they see that guy to go get them. And, yeah, go ahead. Make the move. I'm, I'm completely cool with it. <laughs> what what, do, you, what yeah. do you guys think is most likely? Like, do you think, like, they stay where they're at? Do you think they trade up? Do you think they just trade the pig in general to more established talent? I think this. I think they won. By the way, they they had proved it. They proved they wanted to cheat to um, get what they want. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, which, which is you know whatever. And then, that's that's the agency. That's not them. That's Rich Paul. But, that, but that's but that's that's the point, right? It's like yeah, they want some. But yeah, you know, you know, Kobe White. You can win a championship with the Kobe White. You know, the reason why you win a championship is because you're two the two, two best players, right? Mm-hmm. So like you you don't mind giving up. You know the the bench players, supported players. So like, and if you're if the guy at ten or whatever, twelve is going to be just as good or better than Kobe White or your bench player, and you know what I'm saying, or may have potential, you kind of do that, right? So yeah, I'm all for 
them scoring. Uh, I'm not tied down to a lot of players on, on this team besides like three. <laughs> right. And that's it. So if you let that bother you, like trading, you know, Kobe White or, and I love Kobe White. I, I, actually, I want to keep on the Bulls. Kobe White or like, uh, who else? Like, I don't know. On the Bulls. I, that, that's not named Levine or Martin Rosen. You know, then like you have issues. You shouldn't be tied down to them. And they've proven that they're not tied down to those players. And they've also proven that they can find guys that would develop to good players like Murray and, and, what, and whatnot. So I, I, I think I think they want to move up as much. To, I think they're trying. I think they're trying their best to move up, move up. Actually, I think they're trying their best to move up. And remember, they love players who have like Liddell, right? Who's like versatile. I don't think they like one trick ponies. They like guys who can pass and shoot. And yeah. the first down, and that's the one thing. So, yeah, if they can't get that guy, right? If they can't get that guy, they're trying to. I don't think they do like, like an effort or or they're or they're like stonjay or they don't be refuse to be flexible like we see in the past, maybe with some uh, the past regime here. So, and also interesting that we have a new you know sort of play development kind of thing going on in the Bulls. So that plays plays into as well. Um, you get a chance to see how the Bulls gonna gonna develop these players coming in going forward. Mm-hmm. It's kind of cool with their draft picks as well. So, yeah, I think they want to move up as much as possible to get a uh, Wilbur's player versus a uh, one trick pony. Let me ask I wanted to ask uh, Ed and Salim, like, how do y'all feel about Jovich? Because it's not out of the realm of possibility that the Bulls, you know what I'm saying, if he's there and he's available, they can go ahead and take him, uh, you know, with the European ties that AK has. And, you know, he already shown you. He, you know, loves those kind of players and things like that. So how, how do y'all feel about him, about Jovic? Uh, not at 18. Um, I, and honestly, I would pass on him in general, just because, like, the stuff I'm hearing about him, like, so he's very slow-footed. Like, mm-hmm. he doesn't have like, – he can't drive to the rim in any way. He's not, like – and, like, I've heard, like, some – stuff about his work ethic a little bit like his attitude might be not be right so i i don't know i, th- I feel like he's a limiting player I, I don't i don't see like this guy that oh man this guy could be the next like you know big time european player that no one's you know that's going to be like this perennial all-star i i don't know i i'd pass on them i'm not feeling him okay. too much just going to feed for people out here like a guy like cory tulliba who's uh who does the draft act podcast, no ceilings. Um, you know, he's been really not too high on him uh, at all. So like, you know, those people that I trust and like them watching the film and then seeing this thing that they tell me, uh, I don't know. I don't, I think I would pass on them. I like, he intrigued me before, like for sure, but mm-hmm. I'm just like, yeah, I don't, I think I'll stay away from him. Okay. Yeah. I, I definitely wouldn't take him at 18. If we move back, I would think about it, but I'd honestly, I think I'd rather have someone like Wendell Moore over Jovich, honestly. Mm. I think mm. Wendell Moore was, might end up yeah. being a uh, better value long-term, but I, I'll say this, whoever takes Jovich, if we're talking about like player development, your player development has to be really, really right. point to develop him. So I, I think if you, uh, if you do go with him at 18, then maybe it's a sign that they have a really strong plan for him or, you know, another pick, but mm-hmm. that they have a really strong plan for him. They think they can get the most out of him, but on paper, I'm not like overly, I wouldn't be like overly thrilled with Jovich. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Like, like I said, if we're picking, if we move back and he's in that range, I think about it. But if 
Wendell Moore is still there. I would rather have Wendell Moore over. <laughs> like, yeah, honestly. So, I, yeah, I, I don't know. But, I mean, for me, I'm still thinking, like, pipe dream Mark Williams, man. I would. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that man is going to be a He's a cold, beat. bro. Yo, he's yeah. a beat. And he's a uh, – Jump shot wise, I, I honestly think that his jump shot can get, but like it doesn't look bad. Mm-hmm. No, I don't think he's gonna. Then, yeah, I don't think he's gonna be like some like high volume three point shooter, but I think he's yeah. gonna be able to make a shot or two each game. Like yeah, that's gonna be the key for him, I think. Like for him for, to be like a, a a really good starting, you know, center. Yeah. To like if he can develop that, or like if he can just be like a really good, just a good player that you know Scary. comes in and just impacts because he's gonna impact the game right away <laughs> like on yeah, the defensive yeah. end he's gonna impact the game right away um yeah. and then obviously as a rim runner as a rim runner too he's gonna impact the game i, I saw um, his measurements of something crazy dude, like his I, length is so it's like seven mm-hmm. five wingspan his length wow. is so scary and it allows him to be able to guard shooters out there at the three-point line you know what i mean like he's got really yeah. good feet like he's really nimble for a dude that big and that strong like a very good athlete just, yeah yeah you can't just you know, put the crosses on him and it's over. Like, nah, like he's, he's gonna be right there in See, your face and, and bothering you. Like, he had so many sh- block shots on three point shooters in college. Yeah. He had so many. I want to say, gosh, I want to say it was like 14 or something like that. But he had yeah. so many block shots on three point shooters that he's an issue. And the the thing I said about uh, why my issue with Tari Eason and his shooting is exactly what I'm talking about with him. Because he and, and uh, Ed just mentioned it, he's such a confident shooter. He's not yeah. scared to take that shot. He'll take it and do it confidently. And I'm okay with that. Like he's he's comfortable with the failure, with it missing. You know what I'm saying, or something. Like, he doesn't care. He's like, but it's a good shot, and I believe in it. That's I love that. Like he's that's what's gonna make him a good shooter. Is he already right. got the confidence down? Like, yeah, yep. I mean, I will not be upset at all if they. God, Mark was like, yeah, I, I, oof. like I just <laughs> didn't think it would be realistic because I felt like he was. Really no, <laughs> up the board. I agree. Like you said, it's a dream. I think he's gonna go thirteen or fifteen to the yeah. Hornets, honestly. But oh, yeah. go to the Hornets and ball. Oh my god, yeah. I think he's going thirteen. <laughs> Mello, like, man, that's, that, that's one of the ooh. easiest fits there. <laughs> he's still kind of deep Hey, yeah. speak, right, not to get off track here, you got you got to wonder how that MJ messed up. Like, how does how do you have a guy like Lamelo Ball and a coach doesn't want to go there? Like, I didn't <laughs> I didn't want Kenny Atkinson there anyway. Honestly, uh, I didn't I think mean, he was the proper coach for them anyway when they when they got him. I honestly, believe that. Like, I thought he was the right man. choice. Go get Dan Tony right now. Yes, I think Dan Tony's <laughs> the coach that you get. I really do. I think he's the coach. Like. You look at the, look at your point guard. You you build yeah. your coach around your best player. Period. Yeah. That and your entire best roster is ball. Right. That entire roster is nice too. Like I love like yeah. a lot of the young pieces that they have. Like it, that t- that team is Dude. like Ball's on the precipice of him. on the precipice of being a problem. In the East. Look at this thing. That, that team is not like a championship team. It's just a team that should be very very good for you. Like no, just a just a very annoying team to play. That's right. gonna be like. I mean, if they can Dude. get like like a, if they get like a Mark Williams like to help them on the defensive end because that's been Dude. a problem. Dude, oh my god! Run, run, run! D'Antoni is yeah. perfect for them because all they do that thing is offense. That's what they do. Like man, yeah. dude, like he gonna get Melo the ball, let him do whatever he want. You know that eight second offense. Oh my god! This yeah. gonna be this, 
they'll be fun. They'll be probably one of the most fun teams to watch. It's different. It's different for the Hornets the last few years because, like I like I told y'all before, you actually see Hornets jerseys in public now. Like, you <laughs> seen that since wear, the nineties, huh? Yeah, yeah. People <laughs> casually wear like a Lamelo Ball jersey. Now. Like, right. People casually talk about, oh yeah, you trying to go to the Hornets game? Like, is it's different now. So people actually are like interested in this team and seeing what plays out. And there's a there's upside there. Like, I mean, they got good pieces. Uh, they have two first round picks in this draft. Yeah, like I, I think this is kind of a blessing in disguise. I don't know how it got to this point. Like, I didn't think that Atkinson. I was surprised they took Atkinson over there, Tony, to begin with. But completely surprised. Yeah. <laughs> so now it's like it, it just falls into your lap. So hey, take advantage, yeah. sell tickets. Take like advantage. people will, people will line up to see Lamelo Ball in a Dan Tony offense. And if you hit Ooh. on those draft picks, you get like a Mark Williams who's gonna be like the lob with man the athleticism on the court with Williams and Bridges. Oh. And, Oh, man. <laughs> Dude, come yeah, on. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. I'm mad that we see this and, and looking at them like, like, you don't see that. Like, you don't see that. Take right, the Antonio sure. and, and, and run. Like, just and although, run. Although MJ, MJ, you know, MJ used to run back in the day, but I think MJ Bridby's in defense. So, yeah. We'll yeah, oh, but no, not with this. Like, he got the wrong players then. If that's yeah. like, we, it like, we ain't winning a ship like that. So, I know. I know. They need yeah. the wrong place for many years on that team. So. Yeah, true indeed. Like, yeah, you're gonna build around Melo. Build around what he do best, man. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's true. I think they played a lick of defense last year, man. And Mark <laughs> Williams. Mark Williams would fix that, man. He would. Yeah, he would. Like, I, so I, that's what I think. I think with we were talking about AK's draft strategy and how they prefer two way guys. So the way I see it is, if you can't get a two way guy, then you want somebody that at least has potential to be really good with that one that one way that they have so you look at mark williams even if you don't think he's going to be like a good offensive player but i mean i think based on his athleticism and size he's going to be able to get like 10 points off lobs and putbacks but uh-huh. he, he he has the potential to be a defensive player of a year type talent like he has that talent in him just needs a little bit more refinement and he, he really just jumps up like when i when i first watched that duke team last season like you're watching for uh Ben Carroll and Griffin, but you see this seven one dude just jumping all over the place and swatting. You like, oh, who's that? <laughs> yeah. He jumps off the page. So yeah, you look yeah. at him, uh, you're talking about Jalen Williams and how he can make those shots and how he takes those star type of shots. Like that's someone you could be like, you know what? Maybe he could be like special in that one way. And then when we look at Jovich, I don't really like, I don't know if I like I don't see it with him in really either way not saying that he, he won't be a, like couldn't be an okay right. player but i just don't i don't see it okay another thing with jovish like I, I, he's a better he's a better prospect than marco but like i think we already have our guy that we're trying to develop in marco Dude, like, I, was my bro- I was gonna like say that like, i was like we got marco <laughs> like I'm, and i'm i'm not I'm not high on Marco right now, like at all, really. But like, that's a guy we have that we're trying to figure out and get him to be, you know, a, a guy that can play at, at this level. Hey, Marco's swollen up a little bit. Yeah, well, that's, that's what I was like, game. I think that's the weight game. Day. <laughs> like the that's physical, the weight game, though. I mean, look, man. You, that's. I think that was a big problem for him last season. Like he just physically, yeah. he looked because you saw him play really well in the G League, and you mm-hmm. were wondering, say, okay, the G League, obviously, you know. It, it's not, it's not the NBA, obviously, but mm. you saw, okay, he does have some sort of game here. So, mm. and then, but when you saw him come up here, he just physically, he just looked really like outmatched. 
Like he couldn't like do a lot of things that he wanted to do. So I think that was like the biggest step. He needed to get like just a stronger core so he doesn't get pushed so easily, bullied so easily. So yeah, I think it will be interesting if he can come in and give you some some minutes. Is there a chance that he actually is contributing next season or I mean maybe I hope so. (laughs) You you know what you know what surprised me more than anything is I think it feels like he grew an inch because when I saw him standing next to Vooch, I'm like, dude, nah. Vooch is like legitimate seven feet. Oh, oh. <laughs> you gotta, know what I mean? We, we got Dang is six eleven now, guys. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's so crazy. Like I'm looking, I'm like, but he's saying, I'm like, why is he tall? Why does he look taller than Vooch? Like Vooch is a legitimate seven footer. And I'm like, why does he look taller than him? Like this dude grow an inch or something, and I just missed it or something like that. Like yeah, hey, like I, you're right though. He he looked bigger. Need to work on his legs. So he he definitely skipped leg day for sure. Yeah, yeah. But um, he definitely looked bigger. And you're right. Everything you said is correct, Sling. Like absolutely right. Like he he needed that uh physicality because he would not go in and take, especially for a guy who likes going to the paint and growing, getting to the line. You know what I mean? You you're gonna have to put some weight on yourself right. and, and get much stronger. You know what I'm saying to take those things. So. Yeah, like he's the project. That's why I, I I can't say whether I'm high or low on him yet. Like, cause I don't I don't know. You know, what I'm yeah. <laughs> I don't know what he is yeah. yet. So also, I got to see you. Also, you got to think like you watch the NBA. You see a lot of guys, including um, I was the dude in Boston right now. That was the finals that we had on the team that can shoot threes, but can't shoot threes. Tice. No, not Tice. Cornette, oh. right? Uh, okay. Look at him, right? He can block some shots. He runs around. He doesn't get pushed around. He goes to NBA, the NBA team, because teams think he could shoot. If Marco, Marco did not look good shooting without when I watched him play. He just didn't. If he could just, all he has to do, at least for his career, is just be a good three-point shooter, and you will have a career in the NBA for a long time. It may not be with the, may not be with the Bulls, but if you could be average at everything else, but be slightly above average at shooting threes, you have a career in the NBA. Yeah, and that's a good point. If he hit those shots, trust me, if he came out flaming with the Bulls, he'll be able to play. But he but he can't even do that on the court. You know, mm-hmm. G League probably, yeah, but like dude. So I I, I just think that that if he even if he just becomes an average, like I say, you know, put some weight on him, you know, don't don't be too scared, you know, to put your body in the you know in the paint and just be a competent three-point shooter, you'll definitely get some time and they definitely have a career in the NBA. Yeah, we got a we got a bunch of like of the younger bulls working out with their veterans. So we got Marco working out with Vooch and we got uh Pat working out with Damar. Like Damar's yeah. putting Pat out with these like 5 a.m. uh weightlifting sessions and <laughs> doing all yeah. of these drills, like got yeah. Pat looking like a beast out here. So Bro, like, he looked nice. Yeah. <laughs> I like I think I did. I think I think with him is uh because he's working out with uh, he's going against other other players, right? Am I correct, right? Thanks. Mar plays a bunch of bunch of uh, NBA players, right? Mm, yeah, I think that's I think that's the biggest thing for him is to see how he measures up against, because like he's already built that to the edge, right? He clearly works out. That's yeah. not the issue. The issue with him is I think confidence to understand that his game can be is good and is good enough to go against these other elite players. I think he lacks that confidence. I think him going against other players during the summer more better, you know, more elite players, more players that. You know the the Rose's friends or whatever, and he, he oh okay I am that good. Gets that gets that confirmation, the affirmation that he could do this. But tomorrow over the summer and against these players, I think that's key. The yeah. man's man man's built like a rock. So clearly, of course, 
the workout stuff is mental, just about, you know, repetition. But, like, I just want to see his confidence goes up, go up this summer, and he understands that I can go because he's players on a regular basis, and my game is good enough to do that. I, I think that's what he missed. I hope DeMar still is that in him. Like, you are this good. So, yeah. It's, yeah. It, it, I really want to see, like, I think when we had the last game of the, the season, and I think Celine was talking about it, about how Pat really kind of took control of that and was just yeah. actually, like, going out there and actually trying to, like, play and he was like playing loose and like putting the ball on the floor like we see him running pick and roll like we see him trying to score like I think that's what we want to see more out of him and like you said DeMar can really like start to unlock that a little bit so it it's just been really great seeing DeMar just kind of take like all of these players under his wing like you know Io and now Pat and I'm sure he's been working with like other players too but like he's really been a great leader for the team no, he's been perfect. This is yeah. what I wanted when they signed him. And I and I talked about it a lot. I was like, I couldn't wait for the offseason. I was like, because there was nobody that the players we had could look at and say, I want to be like that. Yeah. We didn't have that. You know what I'm saying? Like, Zach was the closest, but Zach was still learning how to lead himself. Mm. So it wasn't there yet. Um, <laughs> I still remember when, when Billy Dollar got here and he asked him, like he asked Larry, how many times did you and Zach go over pick and rolls? He's like, we ain't never really talked about it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, Zach is still learning. Like, guys are still learning. You know what I mean? So, and the other thing is, Demar is not taking trash under his wing. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, he's not doing that, bro. Like, he's not just gonna put just some random dude under his wing and say, "Hey, come on, you know, roll with me." Tony Bradley's not at these workouts. You know what I'm saying? Like, that ain't happening. Like, so Patrick being there should let him know you know what i'm saying he i think he also not and and dub is right like he definitely works out but i think he's learning how to work out and you know what to eat you know what i'm saying and to do certain things you know what i mean as a as an nba as a star and not right. just a yeah exactly not just a 19 year old who's you know mm. playing because he likes it like this is your profession you know what i'm saying like this is what you have to learn and I always thought his moves were mental i i never thought his moves what he had to improve on was physical. I always thought it was mental. If that Minnesota game, I thought that was all mental. Like the reason mm -hmm. that I thought he played so well is because he knew he was the number one option on the floor. He didn't have to adhere to anybody. He didn't have to, you know, be passive to anybody. He was like, oh, it's on me. Okay, bet. You know what I'm saying? Fine, it's on me. And I'm thinking other times he's worrying about where he fits. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, how should I do this? Like, let me think on that instead of just saying, man, give me the damn ball. You know, and I understand that he's year two and it ain't his personality either. You know what I'm saying? To be like that. But he's going to have to get that. And that's why I'm glad he's with DeMar because DeMar is also a nice guy, but he's a killer. Right. You know what I mean? So I'm I'm glad he's with that because he's, he's going to be learning some invaluable mental things that he can bring to the league that I'm I'm excited to see how it looks um, in the summer league for uh, him and Marco. Yeah. Dave, I'm, gl um, I'm glad you brought up the personality. I'm sorry, Celine, the personality part because, like, I've asked. We had Tristan King on, name drop thing on the last podcast. Mm -hmm. We had where we, met, we talked to Ken, Ken, Ken Gill once, you know, a couple of times. I always ask him, like, can you change the personality of a player? You know, because we've seen Larry Marcus' personality; he has all the skill, but doesn't have that. We even seen the playoffs, right, with mm -hmm. uh, with the uh, with, with Wiggins, right? He's paying people the same person. He's the same person he's been for his career. 18 points, whatever plays every game. He's just on a great team. Awesome. But he could be that great, but he's not. He's very, very, very good. And my question is always, can you change the personality of a player? 
And so far, all the answers I get is pretty much yes. I haven't really seen any NBA. I mean, I, I mean, as a fan, like somebody just like be passive, but then all of a sudden come out like a monster. Well, honestly, and, we, we kind of saw Wiggins do that in the finals. You know, see, was Wiggins, yeah, dude. I know. I'm not saying I'm not game. Like, no, I'm not knocking his game, but he's always been that way. He wasn't no, like he a, ain't been no, no sixteen rebound. No, no. He ain't been eighteen no, to sixteen. No. I agree with rebound, but but what I'm what I'm saying is that that's that's not his career. No, that's like how many years have been in mm-hmm. the NBA? Mm-hmm. Like, like <laughs> that's a long time, right? Like that's eight, right? So it wasn't like it happened on year two or three. This is eight on a right. championship team where you're the fourth mm-hmm. best player. Awesome. Sure. Like he's always crashed the boards for three right. threes. He's doing that all year. He runs the boards and, and also rebounds. Thirteen. He played, yeah. He played awesome and everything. He plays all, all these games to, to his credit. Mm-hmm. He doesn't miss any games at all. And I'm gonna made the All Star game with the same stats he had on his career. The same stats right. made the All Star game because mm-hmm. so I don't know his personality change. You know, obviously on the biggest stage, it's great to see him rise on the biggest stage. That's awesome. But yeah. I'm talking about like at age 22, two years in his pack, going to understand like I, I can right. be a. Wiggins have but big it, hands, athletic. Wiggins should be averaging 30 points. Like Vince Carter. Why is Vince Carter doing this? Well, he doesn't have that, that thing about him, you know, a little bit. So I'm just, I've been told I'm wrong that it can't happen. And maybe I miss, maybe we don't know his true personality yet. But I'm hoping that, um, like, like you guys mentioned, that that he understands that he could but, really be. Again, good. though, like with Wiggins, you, you also have to think who was there with him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? To teach him these things. Like in Cleveland, nobody's there. You trace him a great young man, right? <laughs> and then in Minnesota, Jimmy didn't care about anybody. No, <laughs> you know what I mean? Jimmy was out. You know what I mean? He was done. He was finished. He goes to Golden State where you got those kind of guys. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? You got a Draymond Green. You got a Steph Curry. You got a Klay Thompson. You got a Steve Kerr. You know what I mean? You can't do nothing but, you know what I'm saying, learn from that and get better at that. And that's and that's why I think he changed. Like, you saw it. He, he changed. He became different. He was an all-star. You know what I mean? Starter, for God's sakes. And you know, but it was wet, watching him in the playoffs just be physical the entire playoffs. Mm-hmm. Let me know that because this dude was in the paint all the time, getting rebounds all the time. What was that game? Was that game five? He just completely lost his mind on Boston and just completely took over and made Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown just look ridiculous. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like he took over the game when Steph was terrible. You know what I mean? Steph had a yeah. horrible game yeah. and he completely took it over to the point people you, were like, well, should he be MVP? Which is dumb, but people were asking that question. You know what I'm saying? Like, but it, I'm saying all that to say yes. You know, but, you, but to your point, but to your point, when you have certain people around you. But to your point, you're right, right? We have DeMar on the team now. He, right. he doesn't have to get traded four years later to go to the, right, to the, right, the team with right. DeMar. He's right. here now. So that's that's a very good point you brought up. Um, so, yeah. It's like, uh, it's like you play better, like, when, and it kind of almost goes back to the draft, but you know, we're talking about all these like 18, 19 year olds who are about to go like number one, number two, number three. And the dream is, man, that guy's going to develop into the guy that is the reason we win a championship. But a lot of times those players really aren't that type of guy. And Wiggins yeah. had a spotlight on him from like early high school. People were like, Maple oh, Jordan. Yeah, like, Maple <laughs> Jordan, he's the next generational talent. That's Sports yeah. Illustrated cover where. He's just standing there and there's all these like names behind him of what he's going to yeah, be. Yeah. And like, he, he just has so much hype and comes into the league and he's good, but not, he's not that guy, but you come to a team like the Warriors and right. there are those guys there, there is structure there. There is a great coach there, a great organization there, a style yeah. of play that is 
clear and it's like hey we're not asking you to win us games we're asking you to do the things that we know you're good at just up your mentality and follow these vets follow these leaders and uh he he looked he looked to me he looked fearless in the finals like he was going (laughs) going coast to coast and he might even pull up or he just might start to play himself and crashing the boards like he he looked like he really wanted that ring just as much as everybody else and that's that's a different Wiggins than what we saw but man that's like that's the power of a team like Golden State so let me let me ask y'all this like when we're we're talking about the Warriors uh like where would you rank them right now among like like other dynasties in the NBA like like of all time like four Mm -hmm. four championships in eight seasons they've Mm -hmm. made the finals six times in the in those in that uh span mm-hmm. with losses to lebron and uh Kawhi. Mm-hmm. but i mean hey so this is a great it's a great yeah. season where would you put them yeah Go ahead, no i'm trying to forget that i really thought about the, the rankings because you know uh because you had to go how far do you go back to boston you know i mean yeah. he, he said all time so all time, all time. Like, yeah like so you think, like, i guess three, boston's the AP Boston, the AP Boston's, the <laughs> the Lakers, you know, with Will. Um, you got, uh, of course, the Showtime Lakers. You got that Boston yeah. team. Of course, you got the Bulls. The Bulls. Uh, you got Lakers again in the two thousands. Um, Spurs team and the Spurs for sure. Spurs. Um, what what hurts them is the KD years. <laughs> that really is mm. for me the thing that really hurts them. I don't know. Is uh, those years, but because I can't sit here and put them over the Spurs uh, because of that. And, and because the Spurs, um, Tim Duncan was what, five and one um, in the finals. Yeah. And that's just bad. And they never, they literally didn't ridiculous. lose less than 50 games. Right. <laughs> like, I can't exactly. really hear. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I can't, you're right. I can't put them over the Spurs because of the pop so decision. So I'm, <laughs> so I'm guessing, right. So I'm guessing those 2000 Lakers, I, I'm probably have them above though, that, that yeah. team. Um, but those are the, I'm just thinking those things like the Kevin Durant hurts them and the 73 and nine year hurts it. Um, mm. because that team would be everybody's you, the argument is greatest team of all time. They win that title. You know what I mean? I mean, right. that's yeah. the argument. And now they're like barely top 20 you know what I'm saying? <laughs> because right. they didn't win it. So yeah, that, that hurts it as well, but I would have them above those 2000 Lakers for sure. So I'd have them around that. Uh, so I have the Spurs over them, of course, the Bulls over them, uh, the Showtime Lakers I'd have over them. I could I could hear an argument for that Boston team uh, mm, that they played. They I could hear an argument for it, for sure, because, yeah, I can hear an argument for it. I can hear an argument for it, man. Yeah, that, yeah that, Laker team, that, Laker, that Laker dynasty day, it's kind of hard, right? Because they went up against a lot of – they went up against the Spurs. I mean, they had like a lot of competition. That's yeah, Sacramento. Yeah. And you, know, you always got to measure relative to what you're playing against. But you know, that Shaq and Kobe today had – they went up against some, some – that West was uh, was kind of tough. But they disappointed yeah, you, right? They disappointed. <laughs> yeah. They disappointed a lot. Right, you had Carmelo on the team, yeah. and you can't win anything. <laughs> you lose against the Detroit. It was a very good team, but you know you disappointed in the finals. So right, they lost man. to Detroit. Right, and right. Then, uh, yeah. They had, right. you know, so they disappointed a lot. Yeah. Uh, Boston. Yeah, I don't. They're up there, man. Top five. They're up Top there five. definitely. Top Steph, five. Steph, Steph has really. 
and I love and that's why I love the plasma because it shows who you are. Like it showed me that Wiggins can rise, right? It shows you that okay, Wiggins does have it in him to be who he was. It shows you that Tatum is a superstar, but he didn't have the it factor. He didn't have the it factor. The team went out and did not that, that Boston team had didn't think they're gonna win that game. And to me, that's on Tatum. He's the best player. He has to wield his, he has to believe I have his do my team. I'm gonna win. They did not believe they're gonna win that game. Game five, game six. They didn't do that. I watched them. Like, no, they don't believe them because Tatum didn't believe them. And so no, he, he so he still has right. another level to hit. And Steph just proved to you. And this was just funny. Remember when Steph was hurt and people talking about he ain't that good and all this stuff and oh my god, I'm sitting like winning another title. I'm sitting yeah. like I'm like I'm like <laughs> how, it's like with Jordan and that is gonna play. It's like how many times do they have to show you that they're great? Jordan wins three in a row. Oh, he ain't that good. He's like, what does he have to do? Like, what does Steph have to do? He should he proved he's the best three point shooter. Yeah. Hit more threes in one in one week than Bird hit his whole career, whatever you had career stat. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah, that like, wasn't good enough. Yeah, and then like, okay, maybe shooter, win right? this championship. Yeah. Is that good enough for you now? You know, yeah. is was he big enough? No. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he keeps proving like I am really great. Like, shut the hell up. I am yeah. I'm that dude. And this was I, this is crowning moment. This is awesome. Yo, no question yeah. about it. This right. this was the, that's why they were so petty after the game, like just talking yeah. to everybody. They were petty crocker out there, man. They was just getting everybody and talking. I, I never yeah. seen a final team honestly do that after a finals, just be that petty. Oh, and, oh, I'm not, and I'm not mad at it. They deserve to get it. I completely agree because I remember when when Boston was up 2-1 and Clay said something to the likes of, Oh, yeah, we've been here before. You know, it, right. it kind of get kind of getting 2015 vibes. And everybody was like, yeah. no, nah, no, nah, it's different this time. Or that like wire, the wire, the scene from the wire where uh what's the line from the wire? Uh this ain't the old day, this ain't the old days no more. Whatever, I forget the line. I'm 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 mad that I'm misquoting. But they they showed it like, yo, we still got it, and experience matters. And Steph was like, yo, he he kind of had like that Jordan mentality. Like the man was hitting shots yeah. and just being disrespectful. Yeah, pointing at the ring <laughs> finger, like doing right. the go to sleep thing, like yeah. just looking at the crowd at the three, like just he was be- legit flexing too. He was like, yeah, like hulking think- out, like like man, I, I didn't know, I didn't know Steph was that built. Like man, was that, like, like I always think of Steph as like you know a slim player, like right. But right. he like he was like man, this guy been lifting, like yeah. man, like dude, yeah. this I think, is huge. I think they go, I think they go state team saw Tatum like Tatum. Ain't that dude yet? Cause they saw they just like he ain't better than us. Cause like when cause when Wicked was guarding him, like I'm great you are. Wicked's the toughest player. But if you're great, it shouldn't matter who's guarding you. And when and when Golden State understood, like, oh, we got Tatum. Tatum, this is like game three. He's still playing that same way. He's still he's scared, he's still scared to post a few fadeaways. He's still scared to shoot jump shots. We got this. Mm-hmm. We, we better than him. He didn't raise his level. And once they saw that Tatum wasn't that dude yet. They knew when he went to post game that we got this because we have another level to go to. That dude doesn't. That team doesn't. We do, and we yeah. got the championship. Yeah. So let, let's talk about stuff though. Like, wh- where does this performance take him to as an all time player? Because the, obviously there was never a doubt. He's an he's an all time great. He was already an all time great before sure. this. Like he his his legacy was already cemented. Like mm-hmm. we didn't need to say he was, a, you know, what is he, is he a superstar or is he like one of the best players to ever do it? We already knew that, mm-hmm. but performances like this now, it's about, okay, I, where, where do I stack up against all the other all-time greats, right? Mm-hmm. So when we talk mm-hmm. about top 20 list, top 15 list, top 10 list, yeah. where yeah. do you guys have stuff now? 
when you are ranking these guys, um, like we talk about MJ, LeBron, uh, mm-hmm. Bird, Magic, mm-hmm. Bill Russell, yada, yada, yada. It's weird, and it's weird, because I've always looked at these lists, and this is something I, I had always done. I, I hated putting dudes on lists before they retired, um, because I wanted to see you know where their career finished before I started saying, okay, he belongs here and here. That's why my point guard list still looks like it does because Chris Paul and Steph Curry haven't retired yet. So the second them dudes retire, it will change. You know what I mean? And it will flip. Um, but just to, but just to answer the question, uh, I mean, he's easy. He's easily top 15, easily, easily a top 15 player all time. And winning that ring, the arguments of top 10 begin in, in my, in my opinion. And if you want to go higher now, I mean, that's, I'm not against anybody's opinion on it is where they would have him ranked. If they want him ranked higher or lawyer, I'm completely okay with that. But as long as it's just not disrespectful, you know what I mean? I'm with any argument, <laughs> as long as it's not disrespectful uh, to Steph or to the people um, who are, who might be ahead or behind him. But for me personally, he's right. Like, I had to sit and think hard on it, but he might be right type t- top 10 player all time. Because now when you win those rings like he does, you know what I'm saying? Now it's like, okay, I got four of them things on top of being the greatest at something you've ever seen yes. ever. Yes. yes. And so that is, that is the whole key. That's Damn it, that's one of my biggest arguments with LeBron. Like, yes. You do everything well. Everything. God dang it. Why don't you have eight rings? You should have eight in your possession, bro. Like, seriously. You should have, I, should, I shouldn't even still be arguing that it's the greatest or not. Like, you should easily be it. But because you have all the skill and talent, but you're more Wilt Chamberlain than Bill Russell. You know what I'm saying? And that's why Wilt isn't discussed as the greatest for those reasons, because he didn't have a hard way to match up the fact that he did everything. He got all the records. He got all those things. But you look and you see three rings. You know what I'm saying? And for many reasons, of course, why he doesn't have them, but at the end of the day, you don't have them. Um, but Steph is backing it up. It, let him win another one. You know what I'm saying? Let him win another ring, dude. It's going to get real, I think it's real happen. interesting. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm hey, be like, he, mm. he'll enter the, he may enter the go conversation. He may. He can enter it. He, you can yeah, have he the conversation. Yes. Yeah. You can have the conversation. I, I'm not mad at that because that's what it is like you're the greatest at something that you've ever seen you right. completely change the game you completely change the game and how it's played and how people um consume it how they perform it you changed all of that you know what i'm saying so that puts you there now we're talking accolades here four rings only unanimous mvp you know what i'm saying in, in the history of the nba you know what i'm saying and all those kind of things the 73 wins in uh in a season and now you've answered critics' questions of where well, you can't, you don't have a finals MVP. Boom, done that. Well, you know what I'm saying? Where you can't do it without, you know, KD. Boom, did that. You know what I'm saying? So now these questions are being answered. So I don't see how you don't have these conversations in top 10. And the one, this last thing I want to say uh, before I have Chris uh, answer this, he made so many people, Chris and my age, mad. <laughs> with this <laughs> with this weird that is so funny to me man dudes was angry and i couldn't understand why I'm, because i was raised to respect greatness because i sat there and watched it all my life with mike so when i see people being great and achieving it i i honor it you know what i'm saying i, 
I still see Cassidy be like, nah, they ain't better. I'm like, what? how? <laughs> like that, that that doesn't add up. You know what I'm saying? Like to say those things like that. Like it just sounds like hate to me now. You know what I mean? But he made and when I said this point on um CSGO Bulls, it was a young person in the chat that said, dude, I wasn't even from that era, and I feel that way. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was like, wow. Wait, who's, who's better? That that no, no, he, he that uh, I had some people saying that Dame is still better. Oh, uh, still better yeah. than uh, Steph. Dame, and I'm like, you can't have dude, that conversation. Dame is Steph at home anymore. That's what Dame is. No, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you just you can't have that conversation anymore because there are too many rings and MVPs between them. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, to have that conversation, you know what I mean? Like, so. I, I got, I got you, I got you, Celine, little man. Look, what people don't understand, I know, I know, trust me, he's not no, that <laughs> Dame, that Dame stuff is crazy. And then you said, you pretty much say that all is the fact that one, he reinvented the game. He's the, and two, he's the best at doing something. The best, right? At doing something. And uh, he should have two finals MVP because I was stole one. Yeah, I appreciate correct. that one. Really yeah, stole yeah. one. And they, they didn't even thank Curry, who's right next to him, pissing me off. <laughs> his underachieving ass got an MVP. Got an MVP. Yeah. Piss off of that. And, you know, Curry scored like 14 points in the third. I don't know. People scored all the points in the fourth quarter. But anyway. Uh, but anyway, and uh, see, get me mad. It was I forgot, I forgot, I forgot my point. Oh, yeah, um, that offense for Golden State is all Steph. The offense they run in Portland, that's not Dane, that's an offense. The offense is built because of Steph Curry. Anybody feeds because their Curry Draymond feeds when people double team off screens and he could just go do what you want to do without the ball because of Steph Curry and Clay Thompson. But because Steph Curry, that offense is because of Steph Curry, he is the offense. Much like LeBron was is kind of in a way because LeBron holds the ball. Uh, you know, of course, uh, Steph is a little different because he's off the ball. But AB action is dictated off the greatness of <laughs> Steph Curry. Mm-hmm. That's that's different, you know. And you're the best shooter on your team, and you're the best shooter in NBA history, and you're not bad defensively. I mean, I see, I saw him watch wow. the playoffs. I'm like, Steph was not bad defensively. He's making some no, plays out there. He was solid defensively. He was yeah. making he was right. He was jumping, jumping screens, you know, knocking the ball mm-hmm. away. He was he was playing his best at his size, man. And like the fact that all that circles around him, does that be that's that's him? That's not that's not an offense design that he kind of it happens offense. That's the offense is him. All that is him. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. It's just it's just simply amazing. And like to you and, and to your point, man, I think you're right, man. I think he will. When some, I don't see why you can't win more titles. I mean, yeah, yeah. you know, I, <laughs> it's insane. And he's going to go down to one. Of, of course, he's always already one of the all-time greats. But like, yeah, he doesn't disappoint. He hasn't really disappointed me as a fan of his. Um, yeah. LeBron has disappointed me plenty of times as a fan, but not rising to the occasion. I don't think there's a time he hasn't risen to the occasion when I need to rise to the occasion. Yeah, that's that's a different level. Yeah, right. That's MJ level. That's Tim Ducker level. Excuses for him. Right, make excuses for that's Tim Ducker level. Is that somehow, some way, he wins and he scores and he has a ship. I'll see. So I think to me, for sure, he like there's no debating. He is hundred percent top ten for me. Mm -hmm. As the over with, he's in the top ten. I'll go even as bold to say he's the best point guard ever to me now. Oh, like he is, he is. Like, are you talking about? You talk about the rings, hardware, MVPs, all that. Also MVPs, all that jazz. You talk about that. He has that. Mm -hmm. The the 
uh, all the greatest at to do something ever. He's that, right? Um, he's also, again, we, you brought it up, Dave. He is the guy that changed the game. The modern game is Steph Curry. Stephen, mm-hmm. Wardell Stephen Curry is the modern game. That's mm-hmm. everyone wanted to be him, you know? And that the dame stuff annoys the hell on me. Like I said, man, you know what I mean? You know, we got, we got this at home. That's what Dame is. Dame is Steph at home. Like, stop it. This guy, every playoffs, Dame is Dame time turns into the blame time. It's always like, stop. Come on, dude. Come on. Stop putting this guy on Stephen Curry's level. Like, what are you doing? Like, you, you're not, you're not actually paying attention to what's going on, the reality of the world. If you actually think that Dame Lillard, Damian Lillard is this good as good as Steph Curry, like, come on. No, he isn't. And and we talk about like people always talk about like you know like oh Steph has seven points at halftime but the Warriors are up fifteen oh look at that he's not that great no you know why the Warriors are up fifteen because of Steph's greatness that he's allows yes. his team to have a, an offensive system he's that unselfish of a superstar that he allows a system to be placed where a guy like Jordan Poole can eat a guy like Clay Thompson Thompson can eat. A guy like freaking Andrew Wiggins that everyone had given up on has come here and become a really high-level role player. That's Steph Curry. You put you take Steph Curry off that team, put any other star, superstar, all these things are not happening because, like, you talk about Dane, it's hard to build a, a really, like, other great players around Dane because he's so ball-dominant. You know, mm-hmm. he takes his usage, everything like that, it's so high. Steph does everything. He doesn't need like the ball in his hand to pound the ball all game to make the impact, right? You you talk about arguably he is probably the best off ball player to ever do it too. Yeah, like it's a freaking track meet to defend this guy. We talked mm-hmm. about like the Reggie Millers, the Rip Hamiltons, all these guys that all they did was run around. Mm-hmm. Like just think of this. Like this guy can give you easy forty points. And he's doing it by running like a marathon all game. Can't, you know how hard that is? Mm-hmm. Like he's literally running through like 50 screens, running around everywhere and dropping the easy 40. Like how is that not to me? Like how are you comparing anyone else to him in that regard? So that doesn't make sense. So yeah, to me, to long story, like I said, Top 10 easily, and I, I go as bold as say that he is the best point guard ever now for me. That is yeah. bold. I, I vehemently disagree with you. But yeah, that, vehemently? Oh, okay. <laughs> vehemently. Uh, he he, no, it's not magic yet. Everything you said, I can say about magic. Honestly. Uh, like everything you said, except the shooting, of course, obviously. But changing the game and doing all my dude. The fast break, <laughs> showtime, you know what I mean? The way the NBA was played after magic was. Because of magic, you know what I mean? Like, you never saw anybody that specimen. Like, the, the accolades don't – magic's accolades are deeper, which is wild. You know what I'm saying? But his are, his are deeper, like, as far as, like, all NBA teams, as far as MVPs, as far as uh, championships. Like, you can't come into the league your rookie year, win the finals, playing center, and you're a point guard, and you're the finals MVP, and you got 42-16-7. and seven. What? As a rookie? Mm, that's no nah, man. It's 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 magic. Magic's the greatest point guard. Like 
everything changed because after magic you know what i'm saying there's like pre-magic and then there's post-magic you know what i mean that's definitely it's definitely going to be like that you know it's when it comes to shooting but like the game of ball bro like no nah, man it, it's magic dog like that dude the point guard everything you know what i'm saying all those things making everybody better and all those oh my they, God. Play, they play with pace with oscars on oscar robertson era like they played sure. like the fast and they they went Nothing off and down like the magic court. bro like magic was uh, different it was a, think, it, trust me it was, a, it was a different beast bro like when magic <laughs> came in there and they running showtime lakers bro it was it was different it was a whole different monster with magic yeah, I do, I do think it's arguable. I think you can start arguing, Dave, because it's about number one how you define a point guard position, right? Mm-hmm. You know, obviously, Magic mm-hmm. the passer, Steph is the shooter. Mm-hmm. Um, Magic passes because he couldn't shoot. Steph, you know, shoots because he's less of a passer. So mm-hmm. it's like what flavor you want. Um, but I, I do think he's. I think it's arguable. I think Magic is there, obviously above him right now. I do think it's that the gap is short. Didn't we think? Because I think again, the best uh, that's slim two things in the NBA off the ball. And shooting ever, mm-hmm. I mean, ever. just ever, and that. So he, I think the gap is closed a, a lot more than you think. But yeah. I think you're right. <laughs> I think you're right. Yeah, I think I think Cedo makes a great point that point guard is really the one position I think that has so many areas where you can really define value in terms of the passing and the leadership that goes behind it that it really creates that opening for magic to still be considered the best ever it gets it's going to get more interesting if steph wins one more and i think he's going to win one more super interesting yeah. and i do too yeah. i do too so if steph wins one more then i, I don't know like i it, it's going to be tough i i think right now to me it's steph and magic i think steph has leapfrogged isaiah oh, yeah. like uh um, big old whoever whoever like it's to me it's steph and magic so Mm -hmm. uh this finals was special because like i said this was his jordan moment this was his crowning Mm -hmm. moment he is for all the reasons you guys named he is the constant for all of these finals wins clay hasn't been great every finals draymond has not been great every finals kd has not been there for each championship Right. Like Harrison Barnes went to Andrew Wiggins, like things have changed, but Steph greatness <laughs> has yeah. been there, you know? Yeah. It's been there. And it's going to stay there. <laughs> yeah. So it's like Steph is, he is the system. He is that team. Mm-hmm. Uh, Damian Lillard is. Not in the conversation. I, I think <laughs> he's not in the conversation. Damian, he's going to be in the Hall of Fame, obviously. But I think the thing with Damian Lillard is that, and I won't knock him for it, but his loyalty is going to cost him because it's like kg yeah yeah he's k yeah kg his loyalty costed him and he is not getting that that celtics type of trade to bail him out while he's in his prime like Mm. if if lillard had left portland earlier then i think maybe well i don't think he would be better than stuff but i think he would at least have a ladder to getting up there to being like one of those really, really like top level greats, but because he's so loyal, because of that, and Portland is just kind of whatever as a front office, like he's just not gonna get that. I don't know if he's ever gonna get that moment, but yeah, for yeah. me, it's it's Steph and Magic right now, and I I do think Steph is going to win one more. Like he, yeah. he just. I this think when he retired, you know what? I, I'll put him at two when he would. Again, I don't like putting people on live before they mm-hmm. get out of here, and that's why. I, 
I don't even have him. Like, I don't even think of him on my point guard list. And when somebody asked me that, I was like, yeah, he's top three. And that's because he hasn't retired. That's the only reason. Like, that's the only reason I'm like, no, it's because because I still got Zeke there. Because I'm like, out of respect, I'm going to have Zeke there until the day he retires. And when he retires, then I'll I'll move him in there. No problem uh, to number two. Um, But, yeah, man. But, yeah, it's still magic. (laughs) Like, I can't see it. You know know what I feel you on the gap closing. I feel you on that. I do. I feel you on that, for sure. You know what? You know Magic has has a resume that Steph would never have? Resume? Magic uh, college championship, but well, that too. Magic beasted be, was beasting Jordan in the final. I've never seen Jordan get beasted before. Jordan couldn't guard, yeah. and obviously Jordan's smaller. But the yeah. fact that you had no fear against Jordan, he just backed it down like a little little kid, and he just scored him on every time I will. Like they, pe- I, they I kill know, me when I, they talk about that finals, man. Magic was he was second in MVP voting that year. <laughs> he was second. Yeah. You know no, he, the only reason he retired because of HIV. Like he didn't yes. retire because he was watched. Like, right. Like, right. <laughs> right. The Bulls were playing against plumbers and uh all yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Boy, dude. Yeah. Like, well, what are y'all watching? I'm sorry, Dev. I, I completely stepped on your point. I'm sorry. No, but, uh, but that's but that's my, that's kind of like it. Like I seen magic like I'll play Jordan one-on-one. You know what I'm saying? Like that doesn't happen. Or match, you know, because Jordan couldn't guard him. And I never seen that before. I never seen Jordan like struggle. Guarding someone, even though he was not, he was outsized, he wanted to guard magic. And magic was like, No, nah, you're too small. And he had to put pivot <laughs> on. And I've never seen it before. And that moment when that happened with Steph, because Steph plays off the ball and obviously Jordan retired. But like, I've never seen like magic in the post dominate the best player ever in NBA history. I have yeah. so he has that on my as, as, as like a little shack on there in the yeah. post. Like, I've and, seen magic like take Jordan, like, you're too short, too small. And that good yeah. enough for me. The ball I also, I also gave Mag- give magic more points for coming in with the bullseye on him from the beginning because mm-hmm. he was magic in college you know what i'm saying like he was magic johnson bro he's the biggest thing going and to come in with that bullseye on your back in your first year with kareem as your center you he gets injured and, and you, you still carried him to a freaking title that's, that's stupid to me you know what i mean like that's just dumb to me like to 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 meet the expectation and exceed it. It's the same thing I say about LeBron. You know what I mean? Like to meet, because LeBron came in as LeBron with all these expectations mm-hmm. and to get to that expectation and blow it out of the water. You know what I'm saying? Like they both have done, put you higher in standings and stuff to me. And, but Steph gets credit too, because nobody was looking at, because he came out of Davidson. Who's thinking to do it out of Davidson? It's about to come in here and and do something. You know what I'm saying? Like Johnny (laughs) Flynn and Ricky Rubio was taking ahead of him, bro. Like they weren't even thinking about back to back, back to back, back to back. Come on, Minnesota, though, man. Like we we talk about it in hindsight, but when you were there at the time, it was not crazy to think that it wasn't Johnny Flynn and Ricky Flynn should be ahead of Steph Curry. It's just. Like I, not Johnny I, Flynn. Well, yeah. I think Johnny Flynn was. I don't okay, know. I think Johnny people Flynn were high on Ricky. People were high yeah. on Ricky Rubio because they just thought like, like th- this guy can develop a jumper. He's gonna they be like the next Steve Nash, the next Maravich. Like, did. yeah, did. like Rubio was considered a generational pure point guard. Yeah. And Steph, people were like, uh, maybe he'll be a starter, he but shoot. He's right. more six man. Like, <laughs> right. I don't know if he can defend. He's like 160 pounds. Right. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. Like, it, it, like he, yeah, he's safe, but I don't know the upside. Like, the guy just blew out everything and evolved into a player who, like you guys said, has completely changed the game of basketball right. forever. 
like right, we'll never see enough, like there will be imitators they there will be trey youngs there will be multiple trey yep. youngs there, there will be yeah. guys like that but yeah you won't see anyone do what steph does in the way that he does it nope won't happen i think about my brother some critics i remember that that year my brother watched a lot of college i remember he was saying chris dude this curry dude i don't know what i don't know what they're saying but i watched the game bro he's like they literally did not let him guard get the ball Two people guard. I've never seen him in my life. I would get him, draft him. He was like, "It's crazy. I've never seen that before." Watching a college game where the coach put two people on him. <laughs> he's that good. He's like, he's that good, Chris. I was like, really? I said, wow. Okay. And then this is what we yeah, have now. Like, like I always joke too. Like the only person beating Steph Curry stats is Steph Curry. Like how mm-hmm. many times we've heard like Steph did this, this the last person to do it was Steph Curry. Like, you know, like, <laughs> it's like, that's what I'm saying. Like, no one's ever done the things he's done. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, no one's doing that, like, so ever, ever. And so no one's ever doing it again. It's not happening. Yeah. It just, I, if, if it oh. happens, if it happens again, I don't, if it happens again, man, I, like, I don't know. I, if, it, if this ever happens again, like a guy that does this absurd things like this, the way he stuff does. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if that. I don't know. I just don't see it. I, guy, I, uh, I know you say never, say never, but like, man, I just, I think it's never happening again. Like, hmm. no one's breaking these stats again. The stat that stuff puts up. The guy, the guy got kids in rec league games pulling up from half court. <laughs> right, half court, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He he gave people who are undersized hope yeah. that they could be in the NBA if they just get good at this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like they yeah, just range. get good at this one thing. Yeah. You're not six. You're not six five. You're not two forty. You know what I mean? You can't go to but fine. I could pull up and I can stroke this joint right here. You know what I'm yeah. saying? This is an equalizer. He he gave that to to people. You know what I'm saying? And that again, that's that's legacy that goes with that puts you on you know uh, Mike and Magic levels. You know what yeah. I'm saying? As far as changing the game and how people play it and what comes after you. Cause you can see the sons of the great ones, you know what I'm saying? After them, you know what I'm saying? Like I see, I see LeBron James when I see Magic Johnson. I'm like, that's magic. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, Jason Kidd, even. You know what I mean? That's magic. You know what I mean? Mike, I mean, oh my God. You know what I mean? We just talked about Michael Jordan for God's yeah. sakes. But yeah, you're gonna see. Like you just mentioned Trey Young. You know what I'm saying? And guys like that. Like they were always. He's gonna have so many children. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? After him, bro. Tons. He's gonna have a lot of kids, bro. Everyone's gonna be looking for the next stuff. Then they're yeah, never bro. gonna find him. Like everyone never looking find for yeah. the next Jordan. Everyone looks for the next yeah. whoever. They're yeah. never finding them because those yeah. guys do not exist. Those guys one of ones man. are diamond in the rough that you ain't gonna find these guys ever again. That's what I'm Word. saying. Like it's Word. just not gonna I happen. Feel you. Yeah, um, I feel you. Facts. And uh Yo, I had to go. I, I had to go back to what I was saying earlier. Yo, uh, I messed up that wire coat. The the thing about the old days is they the old days. I had to get that back out. But uh, by the old days, they the old, <laughs> they the old yeah, days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He told him right outside yeah. the car. He told him. I had to rectify yeah. that. I had a lot of thoughts going on, so that that jumbled that. Coat. Yeah, you, know, you, know, you, can, you can always edit the podcast, man. Afterwards, that's real. We got now. But uh, yeah, right before, before he hopped in the ride, you right. You said that. You right. Yeah, but before we wrap up, um. Uh, want to do a quick discussion on we always break down some music on whenever you guys come on we always break down some music so well, i want to talk about demar still though because oh, okay. we got to go tomorrow okay so, yeah yeah right. no so i wanted to, this is like this is something that popped up in the dms okay and 
and we're talking about like Demar. You know, obviously the season he had was great. Obviously the best season he's ever had. But the best season he's ever had, really. Yeah. Um, and we're thinking like, okay, how many more years does he have left? And what does he need to do if he isn't already? Probably, probably isn't yet. But can Demar Derozan be a Hall of Famer? Sure. Uh, that's the question. Yeah. Like, oh. Mm-hmm. And and I was just looking at his resume. That was so, this is something that surprised me. So he and Steph mm-hmm. came in the league the same year. Mm-hmm. Can you believe that Demar only has 195 points less than Steph? <laughs> That's insane, right? Well, like, I mean, granted, insane. granted, That's Steph had a lot of injuries. <laughs> yeah, no doubt about that. But again, That's that just shows you. Yeah. No, but it just shows you that how of a consistent bucket getter Demar has been, and and you look at his other, you look at five time All Star, three time All League, and gold medal. Um, I think two of that. Mm-hmm. At, at least one. I don't know. I can't remember if he has two. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, like I said, I don't think that's done. He's probably going to add at least one or two more All Stars, mm-hmm. um, maybe an All NBA. Uh, but mm-hmm. the points, right? I think if he gets to that top 30 in all-time points, and that's doable Mm -hmm. at the rate he's going still, I think he'll be a lock at that point for a Hall of Fame. I think what puts him – what helps the argument more, even more, uh, Dream, is the fact that it's the Basketball Hall of Fame. It's not just what Right, 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 right. Yeah. So it's also the fact his jersey is retired, (laughs) you know what I'm saying, at USC, and he Mm -hmm. played for one year. (laughs) <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, that bad, counts bro. too. That counts too. Like that that goes into that too as well. So, personally, for me, I wouldn't have him there right now uh, in the Hall of Fame. Not yet. Probably uh, borderline right now. Yeah, I think it's some more. Just like if he goes and wins a title, yeah, he's in. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm putting him in the Hall of Fame and stuff like that. Another title, maybe an All Star game or two or something. You know what I mean? Like little clean up stuff, but. It's the ring for me. I think if he got that ring, it would be a no doubt argument for me. Like he is a straight up and down Hall of Famer. But until then, I think the arguments can still, you know, kind of occur. So if you look at if you look at the top 50 all time scoring list, everybody who's in it is either in the Hall of Fame right now or will be. Mm-hmm. Or will be. And yeah. where's where's Demar on that? And Demar list? is 54 right now. Okay, so creeping up. The, the, the people in front of him, Anton Jameson, uh, Tom Chambers, and then Steph. So Steph is going to be in the Hall of Fame. But then Joe Joe Johnson is ahead of Steph Curry Joe, right now. Really? Joe, Joe, Joe Johnson yeah. has a – I mean, hey, so, Joe. I so, so, Joe, baby. so it, it puts it in perspective a little. And then in front of Joe Johnson is Mitch Richmond. So there's a – there's definitely an argument. If like like uh like Dave says, if, if Demar wins one ring, I think he's in. But it's in. Yeah. if he if he cracks the top fifty, or well, that's gonna happen for sure. I yeah, think yeah, yeah. If he cracks the top fifty, I like thirty. Top thirty is doable, and that's what I'm saying. If he's a top thirty all time thirty scoring yeah, list, hard to then, he's, then he's in. That he's yeah. locked in. Yeah, that's he's hard gonna to get out. in. He's yeah. gonna get in. Yeah. 30 greatest scores it, ever. Yeah, yeah. That's, hard. Yeah. <laughs> that's hard to keep He's, out. Yeah. Yeah, so. one of the, we, we mentioned it. It's like one of those things that we just talked about before, right? If you ask someone if they belong to the Hall of Fame, if you don't really know the answer, it's like, because I hesitate. I'm like, but then think about like, because like, he hasn't led the league in one thing, right? Ever? Right. Was, 
not scoring because oh. he won and never won an award for anything. I think NBA not not gold medals and whatnot. But I don't think he's won anything as far as like defense player. The year obviously scoring title. I don't think he has he has had that. Has he led has led his position in, in anything? Blocks, steals. He's never done that in position. I don't think. And Mitch, once he didn't Mitch the position issue in scoring. I think. Did he? Depends on the position they, they had him at. Oh, huh. I'll say that. Because I'm just, I immediately think like, well, didn't Mitch have a year we to go 30 or 29 or something a year? And I think Jordan, because Jordan's on. In the yeah, league. yeah, he was an all-star, like 94, I think. Okay. He was, um he lost his mind that year. The year Mike wasn't around. <laughs> he lost, lost his mind. But that, I mean, I'm not saying I'm just messing with Mitch because Mitch was the yeah. easy bucket. Mitch, Mitch averaged 25.9. That was the most he averaged in the year. Hmm. Okay. And what was that 94? 97. Uh, 96. 97. 97. Right. Excuse 97. Me, right. It was 97. When he was with uh Sacramento. Yeah. But no, he was just, he was one of those consistent guys that averaged over 20 for like yeah. majority okay. of his career. For the first for 10 seasons of his career, he averaged at least 21 a game. Yeah, 21 or, or 21, 21. Yeah, something yeah. like that. So yeah, he was he was lights out and he came into the league as a 23-year-old, which is crazy. Yeah, to, <laughs> to your point, wow. To your point, to your point, Dave, man, the retirement jersey, college. It's like borderline, right? It just feels borderline to me. Yeah. Like, yeah, he, 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 I think he'll get there, but I don't think it's like clear cut. Obviously. Yeah, it'll yeah. be some years. I, I can't argue against. I'm not going to hate on it. Either. He's not. Yeah, he's yeah, not right, first right. ballot or something like that. But he's no. But like, yeah, I, I'm just saying, like projecting because I can envision him for sure finishing. Like, I don't think he look. So he has two more years with the Bulls, and I don't think his career is going to be over by after two years. Like, he's probably going to play another three years after. I would, I would think at least three more years after because he his body is he's he's been consistently healthy. And he's not really showing any signs of injury, like that he's gonna. I mean, fluke things can happen, whatever. But he, if he consistently stays healthy, I think he gets to that top thirty all-time score, and that's gonna be a wrap at that point. Yeah, that's that's gonna be super duper scary. If he gets there, but yeah, if he goes, like you said, I'm not gonna hate it. You know what I mean? It's not like it's Jimmy Butler. Hey, that's hey, the game. Hey, 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 I'm just messing with you. Hey, I'm just messing with hey. you. I'm just messing, oh. I'm just messing with you. I'm just messing with you, bro. I'm just messing with you, man. man, man. I gotta mess with my guy, man. I gotta mess with my guy, man. Oh man. Oh man. All right, yeah. So yeah, let's uh let's wrap up. But before we wrap up, uh we want to get into some music real quick. Uh best diss tracks. I mean, you you just had to diss your own self right now, so (laughs) (laughs) you you just had to fire this, so yo. This is two people. Yeah. Ben and Jimmy, that clearly hits me too. <laughs> Yo, that's real. Yeah, yeah you're you right. Me. <laughs> it was out of nowhere too. You're right. You're right. He's having a good day too, man. Lost weight and everything. <laughs> <laughs> Threw a shot right there. <laughs> Yo, so so best diss tracks. What's your oh. best one? And what, what would you say are the like next few after that? Be- oh man, that's hard. Uh, best is tough. Yeah. I can tell you the most disrespectful one was Hit 'em Up. Mm. I don't think yeah. it's a more disrespectful diss record mm-hmm. than Hit 'em yeah, Up. Like, I thought just, about this oh question. Oh my God. <laughs> it's just it's so disrespectful. Um, I, 
Oh man, I don't know if I have best. My best usually fluctuates and changes because I'm partial to the bridges over just because uh, KRS literally took out an entire borough uh, <laughs> with one song. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's crazy, dude. Like he took out a borough, bro. Like that's that's nuts. Um, so I'm partial to that. Uh, Commons, the bitch in you. Mm. Very oh, partial yes, yes. well, that was he took out Q. Ooh. Nobody was coming at Q. You know what I'm saying? That's Ice Cube. That's no Vaseline. Ice Cube, bro. Like and he went right at Cube and destroyed. And did it man. and did it nice, like with a smooth right. beat, not not with some angry beat, just like rock a joint. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Violently, just yeah. yeah. Nobody wanted nothing with Common after that. Honestly, he, he's and, never. And really... people didn't think Common had that right, like that. They yeah, like they, they never, they out. never think he's like Steph Curry. Like they never <laughs> think. Maybe it's a light skin thing, I guess, man. But they, they never, they he's never nice thought dude. he was like that. It, and a, it, yeah, he's a nice dude. Like he, he looks just right. friendly. So they thought like, oh yeah, you know. Oh, no, it's easy. Yeah, Drake, yeah. Drake thought that too. You know, like oh yeah, I know it's crazy. Like, All right, it's crazy though because it's over like. The whole thing started over some some stuff that really wasn't what it was. Like he thought that oh he was dissing the West on I used to love it, but it's like right, it's right. not what he was saying though. Like it's you not at all, yeah. So all. it it could have been it was easily preventable. <laughs> it, was. it was it was preventable, but no, it, it made its way, man. But um, I mean, I don't see how you don't include include Ether, uh, yeah. in that. Like you can't even hear somebody make a take that is scathing without somebody online putting the ether beat underneath it. Yes. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, you can't even do that anymore. Uh, it just really took, he hurt Jay-Z so bad, Jay-Z just kept dissing him for years to come. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, yeah. Jay-Z didn't stop. You know what I mean? He kept saying, what, what, y'all, what do you mean, man? You know, just still... because he's doing, he's mean he's nice. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on. That hot 97 not interview, man. The hot 97 interview where, Everyone was like, "Yo, Ho was crying." Where he was, like, he was sniffing. Dude, he was heated, brother. He 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 was heated. Like Ho was heated, man. He couldn't let it go. He just song after kept putting out songs, throwing shots. You know what I'm saying? And saying little things about it. They like, helped him cheat. You know what I mean? He was saying stuff like that. They got to help him cheat to win. Like doing like, bro, you took the L, Ho. I'm sorry. You took the L, bro. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What do you want me to do? I'm sorry. You beat you. You took out my beat. You know what I mean? You did that one. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, oh no, he but did that. Nas was oh my god. But um, oh god, yeah. Those I would have those there. Yeah, up there. I want to throw Eminem in some of this just to throw Eminem in, um, mm. because I really like Girls. I thought that was a hilarious diss record, and and like the Marshall Mathers LP is just basically a diss record album, <laughs> like like. <laughs> This the entire everything, you know what I'm saying on that, and I love that album. Um, so I I put that in, but yeah, like yeah, I, I I'd have those. I have those. Oh, I'm a yeah. I'm gonna say number one for me. I'm going Ether, and yeah, I'm, I'm not mad. I, yeah, I'm. I mean, of course, I'm a really big Nas fan, but Ether changed the game. It's a verb <laughs> in hip. It's a verb in hip hop. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you you can't. Oh man, he got Ether. Oh man, it's okay, just Ether. Watch him. Suburb man is universal everywhere. Ether changed the game, so I got Ether number one. Uh, and he took down Rockefeller in their prom, Hove in his prom, Hove at his peak. It's, it's not no easy thing to do, so I mean, he did that. Uh, other stuff like you, you mentioned all the really good ones hit him up, uh, no Vaseline, bitching you, um, uh, dollars and cents, I think, is something that's up there. Uh, second round knockout. 
probably got to be up there too. Um, I'm thinking of like recent ones in like 2000s. Oh boy, I don't know how about I don't know how underrated it is, but uh, 50 Eminem and Busta Rhymes on Hail Mary so, towards Ja Rule. I think that's gotta be that's probably like a third level third like third tier diss track, but I think that one is up there. That's a really good diss. Like they that one pretty much ended the whole murder anything. Um, what else would I say? What about uh, the tracks that was going on with um Drake and um between Drake and um the Drake and Beat uh, or Push? Yeah. Push, put put that was evil, man. Push, push, push. That was well, yo, push. yeah, no, yeah. Added on, that's a that's a that's a that's up there for like disrespect because he was talking yeah. about uh forty and his like scoliosis and <laughs> oh man, <God. laughs> yeah, that's that up was... there. yeah, that one is up there. Um, I think like I think back to back has to be up there too because you couldn't go in anywhere. Like I've never. Outside of hit him up, I've never really heard a diss track where you couldn't go anywhere without hearing it. Like you would hear back to back at like a car wash. <laughs> <laughs> you go to a car wash and you sit in the lobby, you'll hear back to back playing on like the on the Spotify playlist, or you just anywhere and you would hear back to back. If you were in the club at the time, back to back would play every week. Like that's the level of disrespect to have a diss record being played as a club joint yeah is unparalleled so i I think back to back is up there um and really it's just mainly that first verse because the second verse isn't really like a verse to me but (laughs) uh and then uh this is a really underrated one but uh papoose had a diss record to fat joe a long time ago called a fair one okay not a lot of people remember that one, but if you haven't heard it, go listen to that. And that's a quality disc. Okay. Really good disc record. So really underrated in the grand scheme of things. But yeah, E for number one, and then those are a lot of the honorable mentions after that. You know, I don't have a long list, but I do know the bitches you wore out. I used to play that shit all the time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one that I like, when I, when I started, uh, Master Ace had a diss track called, um, what was it called? Uh, acknowledge. Okay. And yeah. this, this was when my friend years ago was like, man, you should just start this to Master Ace no more. It's like, even that's what Eminem, you know, kind of got to kind of sound like. All right. And I don't know, <laughs> you know, he just knew that wasn't that famous, obviously at all, but like, like I just, I just, I just, this nice smooth, I don't know, I don't know have you heard it before? I've not, not heard Acknowledge. Okay. It, it's just a real just... nice beat over some strings. And, and he had a person that said like if you if you if you if your disc wasn't so whack I, I would I would dish you I would dish you over your own track, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like damn. So I, I so I was a little master ace back in back in the day. I was just playing a lot of the shit, and that was one I wore out wore that out a lot. So yeah, the bitch in you, Ether of course. Yeah. I used to play Ether when I go to my castle. I had no idea what I made anything on Stony Island. I used to play the bitch. I used to play the Ether. I don't know why I did that, but I did that anyway. Yeah, but knowledge was live a while last days and the Bishop Evil comment. Um, yeah. This this was the era, man. Like this is ain't the same as they used to be. Like, like I just remember the era where you heard a diss tracks and the only way you heard it was you had to have that mixtape or you heard word of mouth. Yeah. And, and eventually you heard it later. But now it's like it just comes out like crazy. But that made to me that like added to the allure of a diss because 
yo, you hear it from a friend, like, yo, he said this, he said that. You know, <laughs> you're like, yo, you got it. He's like, nah, I, I heard it from uh, Homeboy got the cassette or Homeboy got the, uh, he burned the CD or he got the bootleg. He got the K-Slay yeah. bootleg on it. So not the K-Slay bootleg. Yeah, oh, he got the Because you remember the, uh, what was it called? Drama Hour, uh, Street Sweeper Drama Hour. Yeah, you have, like, just a tape of this records. Yeah. And, yeah, that's how you work. <laughs> so it was like, because I remember being, like, on a bus one day and someone was like, yo, you heard that? you hear that Eminem uh, diss to Zeno? He responded. I was like, no. He's like, yo, he said this. He said, I was like, you got it? Like, you got it on CD? I can listen on the... Uh, it's like, nah, man, somebody got the uh, the K-Slay joint somewhere. You got to get it from him. Mm. It's the only way you can hear stuff like that. So. <laughs> oh, and I yeah. also, also, I don't want to leave out um, LL Cool J either. Oh, yeah. Because he has some amazing... Because yeah. di- everybody was trying to test him because they thought he was sweet. You know what I mean? They thought it was yeah. real sweet with L, bro. Nah, L- 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 <laughs> he was a beast. L- like, yeah, L could go, man. And shout out to him. Shout out to Mo D. Mo D has some real mm-hmm. mean ones to L too. You know what I mean? Like, uh, let's go. And uh, of course, how you like me now? But yeah. let's go was was scathing. And for L, you know, Jack the Ripper. You know what I'm saying? Like, my guy, he like he said he crushed Mo D, Hammer, and Ice Teeth Curl. You know what I mean? Like he, <laughs> he took them all out, man. Cannabis. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh Second my god! Round knockout. Yes. Yeah, oh my god. god. Same round knockout was yeah. in the top 10 for me, bro. Like, yeah. that was that was vicious. That was yeah. vicious. Very vicious, add, uh, vicious one. We got to add back down by 50 to it. Oh, back down is up, yo. man. That's, back yeah. down is respectful. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That Bad. was a mean one. Yeah, you're yeah. right. I was, you know, <laughs> yeah. I was saying, like, I don't, I, I, I don't disagree with any one of you guys because, like, you know me, I'm not the biggest, like, music guy but like i was i was working out the other day and, and the reason i thought about this question was because i had mix and random music playing on and hit him up came on while i was working out mm-hmm. i was like this still has to be the best diss track to ever play it out <laughs> like <laughs> just, me, like man. every every single word he says in there it just absolutely <laughs> ethers everything like Eats. the entire biggie and Eats. all of them like he goes after every one of them after okay. their moms, after their wives, everything. Yep. Oh my Everybody. god! Yep. Like yeah. he just killed everyone. I was like, this has to be still the best ever. And Dave, you me- saying that makes me feel good. Like, oh, okay, I'm yeah. right about something. Like, <laughs> Dude, I mean, has- it was the first, like, the first word out his mouth was first of all, "fuck you" and the click you claim. That's <laughs> yeah. the first words out his mouth. You know what I'm saying? The first bar he lays down. Then the oh, next one he talks about banging his wife. It's like, yeah. damn, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> the okay, I'm waiting crazy. on the rhymes and the intricacies and all that. No, no, <laughs> no, no. no. I hate him and I hate him. Like, yeah, every word was just him just going at like yeah. all of them, right? Right. That, yeah. No Vaseline too. I don't think I'm no, va- no Vaseline. Ooh, yeah, 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 I, yeah. No Vaseline is uh that last verse. I never had dinner with the president. Yeah. I never had dinner. With- <laughs> oh my god! Yo, yeah, he it's Jeez. like he built it up. The way he built that song up from like went from Dre to the to Ren to Ren, right? And he he took and it and finished like, it. Like, yeah, it was like Dre kind of Dre kind of got it like ran a little bit more. The yeah. easy is like you yeah, look. <laughs> right, easy wow. and hella. Yeah, oh, yeah. Listen, He's like, man. I got a lot for y'all, man. <laughs> y'all are going last, but yeah, yo, Dre, stick to producing. Like he wasn't. Yeah. You're right. He wasn't yeah. that super hard on Dre. Yeah. He was a little more on Ren because that was like the rhymers. I thought that was yeah. just you know we rhyme, but 
Easy yeah. and hella. Oh my Easy, yeah, he's yeah, like, bro. oh wait, hold up. Let me empty, let me empty the clip for y'all. <laughs> this whole clip <laughs> coming out like, on y'all. It, it like the way the verse ended, he was like, uh, how the verse, he, he just kept like calling him like a bitch like over and over again. Like, I don't even know if he wrote that wrote that part. He was just going on. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, punk ass bitch, always getting what a night. Yeah. <laughs> hate you and I hate, I hate your guts. That's up, that's up there, but uh yeah, those oh, are great okay. ones, man. Yeah. And the, and the Remy Ma has some dope ones. Go ahead, though. Yeah, did Buster have a hit track, uh, a diss track? I don't, I don't think nobody know. ever wanted to come at Buster. No, he like, didn't. I'm saying, uh, I want to hear that. That's what uh, I was saying. The underrated. I don't know if it's underrated. Oh, but okay. I think it's up there. Hail Mary, Fifty M, and Buster when they was going at Ja. Oh, and that, and that oh. last, that last uh, Buster's on the last verse. I oh, forgot all about yeah. that. And then he does, you know, he closes it with the "What would I be without you?" When you remember that? Yes. Part? Oh yeah. my god! That, I forgot that all track, about that. That track was that was it for Ja. And I I thought Ja had some good disses <laughs> in that few, but uh, yeah, that one that one was it. He brought in reinforcements. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> he look, really took that when, in. Whenever people talk about because Ja's a punchline, like yeah, historically yeah. by people who were not around in that era, I always say, line. look, it took. G Unit, Shady, Aftermath, <laughs> Dr. Dre, Buster Rhymes, D12 to take out Ja Rule. Right. <laughs> the Avengers, right? Like, <laughs> did not have another. He did not have a Lloyd Banks. No, he, he didn't have a Young Buck. He ain't have did another. Not. He have a Yayo. Yeah, Cadillac Tire. Yeah, yeah, so <laughs> Black Child and Charlie bought some more. It took all of that to end Ja Rule at his prime. That's a great point, dude. That's well, a great respect point. Respect on job, man. <laughs> yeah, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna go that far. But yeah, that's a great point. <laughs> <laughs> always, I'm always gonna defend job with that, man. Put some respect on job. Hey, Dave, I was mentioning um. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I, was... I had to slide one in. I got to leave early. I had to get you one too. Let me go. No, no. I gotta get everybody one. Go, no, go ahead, man. dude. Go ahead, dude. No, since, no, since you are you know hip hop head, you know you two, um, you know uh, four hundred level, whatever college, whatever course. Uh, uh, Master Ace, you, you heard Master Ace's a, a knowledge this track he had on disposable. I think it's disposable arts. Wow. Uh, if I did, I don't remember it. Okay. Yeah, I was just wondering if you knew anything deeper about that because I just I like I like the I like the track a lot. And I was like wondering like did Master Ace. Yeah, man. Mass Ace is a beast. What's <laughs> My yeah. God. Mass Ace is a monster, dude. He he yeah, I don't remember it. I if I heard it, I don't I don't recall it. But I mean you were a huge you I remember you being a real huge Master Ace person though. Yeah, yeah, because rookie got me onto it. He got me to a nice age years ago. Yeah, and, I remember uh, you yeah. yeah. You still got one of my favorite albums. Uh is it a long summer? Hot summer? Cold summer. Yeah, long hot is he a long, long hot, hot summer? Hot summer. Long yeah, Hot yeah. yeah. I just that know they got uh, Ghetto Love and uh, yeah. oh, what's the joint the uh, where he's like storytelling and it's like how he met this like Indian woman. I forget. It's a really dope. Oh, one. Long, not Long Walk. You talking about um, uh, Ghetto? Oh my god, it's gonna kill me now because I know I got a joint on my phone. I just uh, every time I think of that album, I think of the album cover because it's just so proud. Him sitting on the stoop. Yeah, him sitting on the steps. You know what I'm yeah. With the bucket on, you know what I'm saying? Just sit Brooklyn there. Masala. There we go. Brooklyn oh, Masala. yeah. Yes, there we go. Yeah. Brooklyn Masala. There we go. That's yeah. playoff that's of Mississippi Masala. That's it. Yeah. 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 But, but yeah, dude. He, yeah. He, so who, he has, I, I like 
you know why I like uh, Master Ace, Master Ace, we said. Um, yeah. But I, that's why I like uh, uh, Common so much is because Common, nobody wanted to battle him. So he would throw disses out and nobody would respond. You know what I'm saying? Like, even yeah. your boy Ja, like, he would throw shots. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? At Ja, and, and nope, I'm good. I'm, I'm so good. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a certain rappers who you know it's a trap, man. Yeah, like, he threw, he threw it him. He threw it at 50. You know oh, what I'm yeah. saying? With 12 monkeys on the stage, it's hard to see. It was a gorilla. You was better as a drug dealer. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. You know what I'm saying? Nothing. Nobody said anything. And Jay-Z you know? came at Jay-Z, too. With came the, at Jay, man. Yeah. Tell him halftime brother breaks over. You know what I mean? Like, he came at yeah. home. So, my tower protection. What do you tell John? Uh, I'd rather listen to silence than you holler. You holler. Borrows your persona from the lake that made dear mama. <laughs> Man, yo, he get, yo, he get, yeah. I, look, I got common in my top five, so you don't. Oh, no, you know what he had with me. <laughs> I, I already know. Man. You already know, man. You already know. Yeah, no, this ain't just the show. I, yeah. like, I, I, I've been defending that one for a long time, man. So yeah, man. I'm on the front line right with you, brother. We, we on the front line. Hey, I know that dude. That dude had an album where you had Lauryn Hill, Eric Badu, CeeLo. Yes. <laughs> Listen, all. Oh, I missed somebody who was on the album. Uh, uh, oh, Day Cannabis. My Soul was on it. Cannabis, Cannabis was one on track. it. Cannabis, Cannabis killed on one yeah. album. We had like Black Thought, Cannabis track. Yeah, everybody yeah. on one album. That's crazy. You, as I tell everybody, man, you name me, take your time and think about it, and name me another hip hop artist, anyone that had Prince on their album. Name them, <laughs> run them down. Because they don't exist. <laughs> I'm telling you now. <laughs> it's only one, and that's common. That's it. Period. That's it. Discography, discography-wise, yo, that's that's an elite one. The elite discography right there. Common is elite, yeah. brother. That's a, that's a top five discography. Yeah, man. It is. I need him to come on back though. I need I need uh, yeah, I, I agree. I, I know you want to save the world, bro. I know that. I get it. I, I hear you. I'm here. with you, but my head, bro. <laughs> You can't be dropping them LA leakers freestyles, and then I know it, I, that lets me know it's still in you. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, yeah, just get with Mad Lib one time. Give me that album, and I will leave you alone. Like, <laughs> I, I will leave you alone. One more, right? One more day. It's just one more, dog. It's I, in him, could, man. If I could get another B, I'll look do whatever. You happy. Yeah, I, 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 <laughs> give me another B. Give me another the food. Give me another corners. Give me another. Give me that intro again. Give Ooh. me some light, man. <laughs> yeah, just, I, just, yeah. Give me one of them out when you're just eating people alive, and I know you can. So, yeah, that's all I need. But yeah, yeah, yeah. those He's are not... those are the diss tracks. Man. There are many more, uh, yeah, many, oh. many more that I'm forgetting. But Dog Pound, New York, New York, and oh, the, um, they was kicking the buildings down. <laughs> son, they kicked over the buildings, fam. Like it's so disrespectful. <laughs> Jay with the damage, it was always dissing somebody. <laughs> always. Oh, man. I think he, he wasn't like incense, bro. He, that dude was a goon. Um, but yeah, we, yeah. We didn't even mention Dre Day, but. Oh my God, we didn't mention Dre Day. Oh man, Skaven. <laughs> we didn't mention Dre Day. about Skaven. Oh Lord. Yeah, we, did, we didn't mention Dre Day. We didn't mention uh, uh, Real Motherfucking G's. We didn't mention that. Real Motherfucking G's. Uh, his old album covers, he was a sheep thing. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a lot. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Death Wish, MC8. Um 
Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, dollars and cents. Yeah, dollars uh, and cents. Quit. Oh my god. Dollars hey, and cents is up. Dollars and cents is up there. When he told MCA that he ain't have a G in his name because the G ain't in you. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Man. I was like, the end. <laughs> Ring the bell. <laughs> Ring the bell. Ring the bell, dog. Oh Lord. Oh, my god. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a lot, man. It's been a lot of lot of competitiveness. This one is uh, uh hip hop. This is a random one, but sure. uh Exhibit had a grinding freestyle distant Jermaine Dupree. Oh, that's super random. Yeah, I don't know why I remember. All I just remember is the first line is if you so so deaf, then bitch get a hearing aid. <laughs> <laughs> and after that, I had to pause. <laughs> I took a long walk outside. <laughs> Talk to some kids, got some ice cream. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Visit your grandmother. Right, you know what I mean? Got some cooking. It's just certain times when you hit a a line in a diss track for the first time that you just gotta you gotta reflect on life for a little bit. Yeah. You gotta do some chores. You gotta be like, look, I I can't do this right now. I gotta That's real. And I know I'm forgetting, I know we're forgetting a lot. We're so forgetting something be, that's don't really Don't be mad. Good. I know I'm forgetting yeah. a ton of, yeah. of rappers, so. Yeah. I'm going to hear it on my shuffle one day. I'm like, why didn't I? Yeah, think? right, right. You're like, oh, stop, that one. Yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's going to happen for sure. Yeah, Dave and C-Dub, man, we went for a minute, but this was quality as usual, man. We always got to thank y'all for coming by on Bulls Gold and dropping knowledge, man, dropping jewels. So let us know what you guys are working on. We always know y'all are busy and grinding, man. So wish y'all got yeah. Well, uh, as usual, we got the Ball and Bulls podcast. Um, like uh, Dove mentioned earlier, uh, we just had Stacey King on there. Yeah. I forgot um, listen two, to that. Yeah. Two-part episode. Uh, part two came up today. Uh, so, yeah, it was, it, was, it was great. It was almost like this. It was like almost three hours long. And... <laughs> It was, it was amazing like it was but it was amazing it was amazing like yeah. it felt like five like it was like talking to somebody you've known yeah. uh your whole life but yeah uh Stacey King on there had that um summertime's coming so you know trash season is approaching Terminal trash oh, is man, on the way I can't wait no. one of my um, favorite things about <laughs> both, both podcasts in general there's podcasts in general that's one of my favorite things right on, man Right on. I remember when like how happy Celine was to be on the track. Oh, man, campaign. I was so excited. <laughs> so, I campaign, campaign for it. brother, to be on the tournament of the trans. I'll like, take, I'll take our posters, man. I'll take yeah. our posters. <laughs> like, let's get me on here, baby. Yes, Come sir. On. Yes, sir. We had fun. It was fun, man. But, um, yeah, so we got we got that coming up. Uh, of course, y'all can uh, get your ball, ball hoodies uh, available at ballsports.com slash store. You get those. Uh, Salim definitely has his. I know Ed is in shape. Yeah. I don't know he can, you know, fit. You know, they got, y'all don't got a, like an extra small for me right now, man. I mean, we got one. Dude. We got a medium on deck, brother. We got a medium on deck. Whatever size you at, we got you. I promise. Got I like you. I like the big. I mean, hoodie, so I hey man, I'm I'm kind of mad because like the one that you wore when we went to. Windy City, the bread and black. Yes, sir. Like, why could I buy that one? That was the black. The it, you could have. It was available. Black. I didn't see it. The I Black History. Shot. It was. I put it out there. It was the Black History Month hoodie. Man, I was. And I it was available that. for Black History Month. The entire Man, month of February, it was available, dog. That's, uh, that's why it's limited they, edition. Well, it, it is. It is. Back out. I want to buy it. 
They, 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 Bring they, they it out for one out. day for Salim edition. This is out, Salim, I want it. The Salim edition is crazy, man. <laughs> it'll, 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 I'm sure it'll make its way back. You know what I mean? I'm sure it'll make its way back in. But yeah, it was, that's my favorite one. But yeah, it's limited edition one. We'll have a few more limited edition ones uh, right. coming up as well. You know what I'm saying? To celebrate certain things and stuff like that. So, but yeah, so that's that's what we want. Uh, check me out at CHGO Bulls. My man, Matt Peck. Uh, my man Will Gottlieb, uh, yeah. man Mark K. Okay, uh, yeah. Our draft special is coming up on Thursday. We'll be live for the entire first round of nice. the draft. Um, oh, nice. We'll be live with y'all doing that. So make sure y'all cool. tune in for that. We'll definitely have a bunch of guests on, a bunch of cool guests uh, stopping by to talk about the draft and things like that. So, so yeah, it, yeah, gonna keep doing this thing, like talking these bulls, bro. Man. Shout out, shout out Mark, shout out Will, shout out Matt, shout out yeah. Stacey King. Y'all, yeah, yeah. he was a nice, uh, Stacey King's a real nice dude. Yeah, Dave knows him a little personally, but like he was a, he was great to have on the show, man. He was, Stacey, Stacey's really cool. Stacey's fun, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah Stacey's dope, fun. man. Straight up, great, great, great stories, stories too. Mm-hmm. What you say? Great stories too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 I had to ask about Scotty too. I'm like, I can't just need the show, and I'm gonna ask about Scotty Pippen, like. I don't get a chance to talk to you ever. So yeah. he waited on that a little bit, but um, yeah, it was fun, man. Yeah. So we try, I try to get another really special guest on soon. So y'all tune in a little bit. Okay. All right. Teaser right there. Okay. <laughs> Teaser right there. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, Dude, they say it all, man. Just uh, hit me up at boss plus one on Twitter. Um, You know, uh, yeah, you man. have been tweeting more. You have been tweeting more. I see you more often than I ever used. Oh yeah, I, oh yeah. I've been, I've been. <laughs> well, you know what? It's no only basketball took, only now. Only took twelve years. Like that's it. I don't know. <laughs> it's it's no basketball now. So like, uh, like I don't know what I'm gonna tweet about. You know, uh, and I tweet about ba- baseball. So and like, I don't know, man. So I got that some tweet about. So yeah, but yeah, yeah I've been yeah. on that a little bit. Right. Nice. Yeah. All right, Salim. You got any final thoughts before we wrap up, man? Yeah, man, just looking forward to the draft. Um, ready to be uh, excited again because AK will do something that we all love probably. Um, <laughs> excited to see what Pat keeps doing with the workout with DeMar. Uh, obviously, yeah, thanks to C-Dub and Dave, uh, always our favorite people. That's why our pods always go long because we just like – it's like we, we – we, talking with friends and just keep talking mm. and like we lose track of time it's like oh man we started this at what like 11 <laughs> but we still going uh we didn't we, we didn't we didn't talk about uh um marvel man or dc what's going on yeah i know that's a lot that, that's that another hey hey you guys should tune into my show i do a science fiction uh yes oh really yeah yeah science yeah. Fiction show? yeah yeah so it's a it's called science fiction so like about it's about I'm trying um, to get done like, to do one of these for years. Yeah, yeah. So it's about like Marvel, <laughs> DC, uh, various science science fiction shows and movies too. So we do like uh, with my friend uh, Carl Eames. Uh, he's a big uh, uh, sci-fi buff and like um, he's a fellow he's a fellow geek. So uh, we get into all that kind of stuff. We're really into all that. So we talk about so, a lot. So well, I know you, Dave. You really into Marvel. I'd love to have you on the I show am. sometime for sure. Yeah, me and, and Dub too. For sure. Yeah, yeah. He's, we'll have you guys on. Into it, me. The anime. Yeah, I want to. You know, all the other yeah, stuff. I wanna, oh, yeah, I want to. Oh yeah, like I'm already right now. Tell you right now, I want to be on the show. So <laughs> no, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll definitely hit you up because like, um, but yeah, we've been doing that just for fun, like just talking about 
all those various sci-fi marvel dc um because i'm a big i'm a big nerd like that so like i love it i love all that stuff um but yeah doing that and then uh yeah just trying to trying to keep staying active and keep my head up man you know that's it that's all i got only place for it sir hey Uh, you gotta do it man that's how we have the show i won't recognize you right because you'd be like i hope i'm like sure that you (laughs) be skinny and and be skinny and pretty like ed oh my god look man i've I've been eating like trash these last few weeks man so you never know (laughs) i was out of san francisco eating everything man it was was a blast flex baby (laughs) (laughs) oh man i I missed that oh look man i miss that food a lot but yeah that's been that's a wrap for today's show as always check out our past shows we had morton jensen on last week great show again he had a really good uh review on terry uh terry tar eason uh some really good draft thoughts but yeah check out our past shows a lot of good guests a lot of great content right here on the barroom network so for me i'm edward shooter this has been bulls gold and we will catch you next time bulls guys.